All right. Welcome to a new session of a Night Owl Nerds. You may notice I'm not the normal intro guy. I'm Ethan. I usually play Kishigalith in our main campaign, but tonight I get to DM. So hopefully I can hold it to a one shot that's actually a one shot. Robin. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, let's get this going. So it's very dark where you guys are like almost no light uh you only get light for a few hours a day you're in this damp musty set cell some people say if you think about if you look at the surface of something and you can imagine how what it tastes like you guys can all taste what the mold in the corners you know it's it's you've been in there for a week you get sunlight for a few hours a day from one vent that leads up next to a dump it smells like shit and one day, early in the morning, you can hear the uh, the chickens start to cluck and birds fly around and people begin bustling around above you. And the door opens. Right. A guard drags his baton along the cell, along the cell bars, clang it, waking everyone up. Says, "All right, roll call. Everyone, form up. Get in a line." All right. It's too early for this fucking shit. Uh, Alright. Roll call. Laszlo. Accused of... Rape, assault, drunken disorderly conduct, public indecency. That's... It's a good night. Alleged have... convictions. Fair enough. We have... Cole. Urination on a public officer. Drunken disorderly, public indecency, assault, indecent exposure to minors. What? What the hell? What the hell? What did you do? Jesus. Uh, next we have Warren, accused of twenty-three disappearances slash uh, under investigation. All right. Olivia, accused of being a illegal bounty hunter wow would you look at that wow seven murders and potentially more that's that's good seven homicides impressive that you know of you're not helping your case you know that right all right uh smoke here is accused of royal kidnapping homicide and attempt to instigate conflict wow that's quite the rap sheet you got there it's not it's not accused i did it hey we're treating you all as such anyway and uh evelyn evelyn we have serial tax evasion wow that's that's something all right everyone stick your arms out we are going to place cuffs on you and lead you outside and a couple more guards are walking uh, holding multiple chains of cuffs so as you stick your arms out they'll cuff you put you all on a chain line and they lead you upstairs out from the moldy you know jail pit and uh you guys get to see sunlight for the first time in a while which is a good change 
It certainly smells a little better upstairs. And uh, you're brought in front of a, sort of a lieutenant. He's not wearing a traditional uh, police uniform. He seems to be wearing a military uniform. And holding some large scroll or piece of paper. The guard looks at you all and says, All right, on your knees, all of you. Oh, thank God, this is getting interesting. You all drop to your knees and the military personnel undoes the scroll and starts reading. Okay. Due to the King's Life Gamble Act of 514, you guys are hereby allowed to request or volunteer for a mission in which to reduce or remove your sentences if they are 25 years or more. You all qualify for this, and you... Yeah, okay, so basically, here's the idea. We're going to give you a mission. Uh, you can choose to accept it. You can choose to not accept it and accept your prison time. If you accept and complete it, you will uh, be allowed to either reduce or remove your sentence. It'll still be on your record, but it'll eventually no penalties from it. But if you accept and fail the mission, your sentences will only be reduced as a recognition of attempting to uh, better yourselves. This is a shot of redemption. Uh, some of you might not make it back, but... I mean, some of you are facing multiple life sentences. So, what can you do? So, 25 years of murder, 30 murders, it's a lot of time. So maybe 25 more missions for you? I think I, think I might go out with this mission, as opposed to, to serving the sentence. I will say, this mission... Uh, most of them are normally either smaller things or uh, this is a rather large one. I'd say a sentence of if you believe you'll be convicted on all 30, uh, then you could get the vast majority of that wiped away. Perhaps all of it, depending on how well it goes. This is a time sensitive issue as well, so swiftness would be appreciated. Would you all like to apply for this? I would like to go. <clears throat> Fuck it. Why not? Wait, wait, hold on. Tax evasion? Which, which, which one of you fuckers are tax evasion in here? No? No? Very well. I'll, I I'll give, paid give on a tax collector. Does that count? Mm, possibly. Anyway, is where, where do I sign up? Where, give, give me a pen. Three yeses. How about you other three? Say no, we'll send you back to the jail. You'll face your trials within a few months, and uh, that'll be that. Warren will simply step forward and nod his head. He's going to look at a cop next to him. I think that counts as a mission of yes all right we're counting that as a yes how about you two and he's gonna look at uh he's gonna look at evelyn and uh olivia are you coming or no 
Well, I don't want to carry out a full sentence of 30 murders. I thought I already made that clear. Five yeses? So, so, so you said you didn't you didn't hear anything? Uh, I did, but like then it froze on me and it just stopped. And so I missed like half of what you said. Okay. Well, I realized I never got your backstory, so I panicked and said uh, they got you for tax evasion. So I'm, I don't know why. I mean, that's, you know? Just, that's just the first one I default to. <laughs> I mean, experience. I'll go along with yeah. it. I'll just say when they went to arrest you, they found a large pile of gold and they couldn't pin anything on you. So they just settled with tax evasion. But oh, We got ourselves an Al Capone. That's what they got her on with tax evasion. They couldn't get her on anything else. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. We're just gonna tack on twenty-seven accounts of murder, but we got <laughs> yeah. you in jail for the tax evasion. <laughs> That's like the guy that like the guy who had a whole bunch of bench warrants out for like a whole bunch of stupid shit, including murder, and he ended up getting arrested when he got pulled over for a busted taillight. Yeah, cool. that's fucking solid. All right, uh, Heather, uh, quick. A uh, quick rundown was uh, because each of you faced uh, 25 years or more, uh, you qualified for uh, King's Law that says you're allowed to attempt one mission in an attempt to clear your record. Okay. So we have five yeses, and the person's going to look at Evelyn. Do you accept as well? All right. Uh, he's gonna look at someone by a door and go, wheel it in, and a uh, large kind of chalkboard is gonna be pushed into the room. It's got a basic map. Uh, John or Smoke, you yep. are gonna recognize uh the map as the southern part of the country. Okay. You're gonna recognize it right off the bat. A DM. And, yeah. It, you said this is a chalkboard, right? Yeah. As they stop, can I cast press the digitation and clear <laughs> one foot of the chalkboard <laughs> to clean with press the digitation? I guess. <laughs> but I want you to roll a stealth check. Okay. Oh, I did not pass that. <laughs> Um, oh, I might have 12. No. Oh, well. Good effort. Alright. They're gonna see you try to, um... They're gonna see you try to do it, and one of the guards is gonna take his baton and smack you just right across the back of the head. And you're gonna fall down the floor and take, a six bludgeoning damage. I'm gonna roll everything in chat so you guys can see. Knock it off, asshole. They're going to have to redraw the area you cleaned off. Alright. So. We've heard reports that over the past couple of years, uh, hobgoblins have begun pushing their way out of the southern mountains and making more and more raids. Which is fine. Every, you know, they ramp up their raids and die back down. But intelligence suggests that they are planning to break out and attempt to set a foothold at the base of the mountains or further from... Uh, where we've held them to for the past century. So, it is your guys' job to go there and close the caves before they can escape. 
reason they haven't done it before is because that's we don't we wouldn't be able to keep tabs on them so we kind of have to do it now because we believe they're planning for invasion you will close the caves using these three things and he's going to pull out three scrolls these are highly explosive spells you are going to go up to each cave mouth we believe there's two and you are going to place them wherever you see fit explode them one scroll should be enough for each cave you have a third one just in case anything goes wrong uh do you have any questions How soon do you predict this invasion? Four days. So we could technically just say, no, wait here for the invasion to happen. You guys get run over and we're all free anyway. The military is already en route to the area to meet them outside of the mouth of the cave. We aren't going to let them break out. Most of the area is now skeleton patrols, so it's as bolstered as we can get. We've also pulled in help from the Dwarvish and Elven Kingdoms. We should be able to hold them back, but we're hoping to prevent a war. Mm. We are going to be getting our equipment back, yes? Oh, yes, of course. But now that you know the mission, just making sure everyone knows everything. You should be able to arrive there in three days. Give you about 24 hours of wiggle room to set them off, and there you have it. Can I make one more request as to reward for this mission? What would you like to request? I would like my shop to be designated tax-free. I am a cleric who smiths weapons. It should be a temple. Ah, oh, you see, now that's legal. Tax evasion right there, that's how you avoid it. You you do have. I second that. You are one of the much smaller sentences, and this is a big enough deed to where even thirty charges of homicide could be reduced to one or none. So I'll have a discussion with the higher ups, and we'll have your answer when you return, if if you return. All right, everybody, stand up. And you guys are going to be paraded through the streets on chains, walking slowly. And as Shame. You... Shame. <laughs> Ridicule. As you reach outside, there is a table. It's got all of your weapons on it. And you guys can describe yourselves as you're unshackled and rearmed. So, uh, let's do smoke first. What do you look like? I am... Sure, I got my height right here. I am a six foot six, tall gray tabaxi with leather armor, two rapiers on each hip, a, lot, a short bow strapped, strapped to my back, a belt of daggers and two braids at the uh, bottom of my chin where the fur would come together. Alright. Lazlo? 
You see me walk over to the table. There's a fine, beautiful jacket. And a long rapier. See me put it on. Seems to cover my form rather nicely. You notice I have a very jet black, finely trimmed beard, even though I've been in a prison cell for a very long time. Shoulder length black hair, flicked back. You actually notice on the tips on my on my fingernails are either paint or they're just permanently black. You're not entirely sure. Look around with a pompous look on my face as I kind of ruffle up the fine jacket of mainly like a burgundy red and like black around the shoulder pad areas. I put the jacket, button it up on the bottom, leaving a little bit of flare up at the top, fold it out. And then I go stand near one of the guards. Oh. Cole? Want to describe oh, yourself? I'm Cole. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> <All good. laughs> sorry, need more caffeine. Hmm. Um, I'm about a five foot ten uh turtle. While I'm not exactly you know, slow moving, very deliberate in my in my motions. Uh, I get uh, a thick leather apron off the table, wrap it around, and pick up a shield that kind of gives it uh, like a black and steel shell. Looks like a turtle shell. My skin is black with gray specks of this on some of the scales, with a blackened and with a black sh- uh, shell with about some green stripes on it. Oh. I also have also have smithing tools on my leather apron. Okay. Warren. Warren steps forward. He's about 5'10. Automaton. Patina copper in make. So, you know, he's turning green, but he's you can still see the copper in him. He's wearing black slacks and a white button-down t-shirt. He walks up to the table and he grabs a black vest off of it, and that's it. He steps back and stands aside. Alright. We'll do Olivia and then Evelyn. So Olivia walks up and retrieves a small component, a small leather component pouch uh, before throwing it over her shoulder as well as a what looks like a steel shoulder guard and straps that over his or over her uh black top as well um, before pulling up the hood on her sh- er, on her uh, shirt and attaching the er, and fastening the component uh, the component pouch to her uh, to her side that covers a or er, that overlaps a uh, red in color um, like half skirt over her legs. She then grabs a dagger and slides it into her tall black leather boots before standing back in line and rubbing her wrists where the shackles were on a little too tight for her for her comfort. But not least Evelyn. Um, 
She's about five five. Um kind of a long braided auburn hair, green eyes. She walks up to the table, rubbing her wrists where they're a little bit bruised from the shackles. Uh, she grabs her cloak, puts it on, puts her um, mask back over her face. She has one scar running down the left side of her face. Um, pale skin. Kind of... Oh, she grabs her daggers and her short sword and then steps back. Okay. Glad you're all rearmed with your possessions familiar to you. Ah, uh, they're going to look at Smoke and say, "We it's apparent you're familiar with the area already, so we will hand you the map." And and Warren, he's going to hand you a map of the area. You are going to go to the scientific outpost near the smoke geysers. You should reach there by tonight. You will then pass through Bell Mountain, spend the night at the army camp, and reach the caves by the morning of the third day. You can close it that day, and you should be okay. For magic what users. We, what are we to do for food? It'll give you rations, and if you can scrounge things up along the way, you know, legally scrounge things up. How many of you can use magic? Warren will raise his hand. Cole will raise his as well. Olivia's gonna channel a couple spells in her hand and go, I think so. Alright. Each of you will be handed one scroll. These scrolls are highly explosive. Think of a fireball spell, but about ten times more effective. You should only use them to close the cave. Alright. Use them on the first merchants we see. That seems rather dark. Alright. The guard's going to walk up, pull open a crate, and there is some classic, like, tack wheat bricks just sitting there. Behold, your rations. Everybody grab some, and you can start heading on the journey. Warren will stand aside to let others pass. How many rations are we adding? Uh, you can add just... Ten rations. As much as you want. There's a large crate full of it. You guys just see me very daintily with like two fingers pick up one and then open up a pocket and like drop it in. I'll grab a... Now these are like... These bars are supposed to last for multiple days, or are these one bar? For oh yeah, these, these are dried. Like You can have a bar as a meal. It's like a large brick of bran, you know. It's it's gonna taste like shit, but it is technically nutritious. I'll take a couple and drop them into my uh, pockets on my apron. I'll I'll throw a few of them into my burglar's pack, and I'll also just grab one and eat it. All right. 
on my way I'll back, I, I... Good, good. Um, I'll walk up, grab two, and start walking away. I go... I, on my way back, after putting the brick in my pocket, I kind of brush up against Olivia. You know, my dear, if you get a little hungry on the road... And I, I nod over to Cole. We could always uh, drum up a little bit of turtle soup. You'll find I'm harder to chew than you think. I give a nod of appreciation with a smirk. This is going to go so well. Come on, this is going to be fun. I mean, look, the sun is is up there. It's uh, a lot less stinky. Um, we may actually see a little bit of death and destruction as well. It uh, it'll be quite the trip. Alright, well, if you guys are all ready, Smoke, uh, you have the map. We have marked each place where you need to go, and you can begin hustling on your way. The sooner you get there and close it, the better. Once you finish it, all you have to do is return, and uh, we'll file the paperwork to have your sentences reduced or removed. And do not forget my exemption. We will look it over as you are departed. Uh, Smoke will, like, open the map and look at it. Just kind of sigh. Alright, you guys ready? I suppose. Good enough. And... That seems like a yes. <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn's second personality is a big <laughs> Smoke will just start walking down the road. Warren will be right at your heels. Oh, and I'll be following behind. Tell me, do any of you know, when they, when they dragged me in there, they had a bag over my head and for a very long time. Where the hell are we? We were oh. in a dungeon. Dun yes. I mean, city. Where, where, where are we? Um, you are in the capital of the human country. Uh, it's it's a rather large city, bustling. You can still see the merchants going in and out. By now, it's about eight a.m. So people are bustling. People are going. The day's well begun. And you have to cross to the southern area of the country in three days' time. Uh, smoke, is it? Yes. You you show me uh where where are we on this thing? I'll point it out on the map. Right. Just curious, uh y you know if you're hooded. All you have to do is like count your steps, like rights and lefts, and you can figure out where you are without having to see. Oh no, they had me on a wagon and everything. It was uh bumpy as hell. I'm pretty sure I got hemorrhoids out of the whole deal. Yeah, I can see that as a pain in the ass. He gets it. <laughs> too much information for me, but... can't imagine a portal with hemorrhoids. 
I don't want to. They, uh, they caught me trying to cross the border. <laughs> also carted me on a wagon here as well. <laughs> My shop is in the crafting district. What made you piss on a tax collector? Yeah, like, did you do it on purpose? Oh, absolutely. I climbed on his house and waited for him to come out. And I pissed on the first ones that stepped out. Wait, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> I thought it was a figure of speech, but you really did it. Oh, yes. I was serious. He did not want my, give me my exemption and said I owed 1,200 gold. All right, well, I don't suppose uh, any of you had uh, gold in your pockets or anything? I have about 15. Okay, well, I guess we're uh, not exactly getting any other supplies. I suppose we should head on out of town then? Unless anybody else has any other pressing business? Why are we even going? We could just leave. We could just escape. I can go but get paid. For the bounty I was supposed to get. I mean, if you think about it, we could just use those scrolls to blow up part of the city. Exactly. Make a hell of a distraction. Use it logically. I could actually seal without the scrolls the caves so we can keep the scrolls in the end anyway. I bet you these are worth quite the pretty penny if you think about it. Like the way you guys think. What about you, Metal Man? You've been awfully quiet. Well, quite frankly, war is a much bigger threat to the kids that I need to protect. <laughs> Gotta get over this. Oh my god! <laughs> Fucker, you ruined this for me. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Southern Robin. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fr fresh cut Robin. <laughs> okay, we're good, we're good. Didn't even make Proceed. the connection, thank you. <laughs> Quite frankly, war is a much bigger threat to the children I need to protect. But you guys, all y'all, you're kind of scaring me a little bit. I may have to take you all out in the end anyway. Not if I take you out first. Oh, Ooh. I didn't say I wasn't going to help. So what are you in here for, Metal Man? I was charged with protecting the children in my family. There were a lot of threats in our town. And for some reason, the law seems to believe that their parents were not threats to their well-being. Now, when you say children, uh, are they like uh, little machines as well? or No, they're human. Oh, just those children, not your children. No, I was built with the purpose of protecting a family. And I was oh. told... To protect the children because the parents were always off on their little adventures and i was like all right protect the children 
But then one day I woke up and this little voice in my head said, you know, if the parents are always on adventures, they are a threat to the children. So I protected the children. Uh, how exactly did you come to the connection that they're off making money to feed their children so they need to die? Because they could bring threats home. People might want them dead, and by proxy, their kids. Do you not make the connection here? I have to no, protect the kids. That, he, he that's, actually, that's actually a pretty fair point. Remove the threat, that. remove the problem. This is quite the rogues gallery we have here. I take it at we're we're having this conversation. Oh, yeah, you, you, you guys, oh, okay, you guys are walking away yeah. from the city. Cool. You're following, following <laughs> smoke to the first one. Well, I mean, yes, it, it. I suppose you know they don't seem to have any. Would I know if I have a, 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 a some sort of magic on me to to locate where I am? And I look at the like the magic users kind of curiously. Don't well, look at me, buddy. Uh, I don't think I have anything like that prepared today for the for the day. So you're uh, saying it did it, it exists? Yes, of course it exists. I mean, there has I to be some sort you. of contingency for our uh, agreeing to do this. I mean, Olivia's gonna reach over to you and pluck one of your hairs. Ah! This is all they need. Not my hair. One. No, no. Yes, yes. Can I? Can I? Can just, I? Just one of your hairs. And I, I reach to take it back. <laughs> She'll willingly hand it over to you. Oh, oh no, oh. And I try, you see him try to like, and I put it in, it still just like sticks out. Perfect. Oh, so much better. Oh, thank you, my dear. Anyway, uh, back to the matter at hand. L let's, let's think about this. They're letting us go with essentially some of the most powerful magics, according to them. I mean... Yes, we could easily blow up the city, but uh, there has to be a scouting party that's watching us. There has to be something. I mean, they wouldn't just let us go, understandably, oh, we, on a suicide we are mission. Most, we are most certainly being watched. So in that case, gentlemen and ladies, I suggest not blowing up the city. I've never been here before. There could be a couple little brothels I can visit afterwards. There are. You guys can get drunk. You guys can do whatever the fuck you want. But, uh, maybe we blow up a different city. And we just kind of see where this plays out. Uh, or... DM. Yep. With my passive perception, would I be able to notice if we're being followed? Uh, you are not being followed that you can see. Okay. I know I, I, I know your passive perception is pretty high, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, does he have the alert fucking oh god. He's actually Cax in a cat suit. <laughs> <laughs> so a better version of Cax. Oh. He's Cax's persona. Anyway. Because ah. Cax is scaly. <laughs> Any whore. Right. Someone say whore. <laughs> so hope I didn't offend on. you. Uh, the day marches on. 
you guys talk, you know, idle chit-chat like that, deciding that perhaps uh, inciting explosions in cities is probably not the greatest plan you could have. And uh, through the end of the day, you, you start walking away at 8.30 after gearing up. And uh, around 6, 6 p.m., 6.30, uh, you reach, uh, you see smoke in the distance, sun setting, and uh, smoke. You actually recognize this as smoking geysers, which are uh, a small area of geysers that are like mini volcanoes, you know, they're shaped like springs, but they'll just shoot up lava about a few inches and it'll ooze out. And there's a, according to the map, there's a scientific outpost there that's usually manned by, you know, a couple guards, handful of scientists, and, you know, they're trying to learn more about it. I think we've reached our destination for the day. What's this place called again? Smoking Geysers. Uh, I mean, if I discovered it, I would think about maybe the, the devil's anus or something. I mean, look at that. It's not an original name, no. So do we need to check in with someone here, or are we just sleeping under the stars tonight? You do see a cabin that has smoke coming out of it. The lights are on inside. And, uh... Why am I coming out of the, the cabin? You know, <laughs> you made your name a noun, not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> All right, smoke a walk up and knock on the door of the cave. The cave, the, the cabin. <laughs> oh my God, uh, you get no response after 30 seconds. I will try and open the door. I'm going to uh, hang back no. and look around. The door opens, no issue, it was not locked. You see a rather well-kept cabin. It's, you know, there appears to be water that's kind of boiling over on the stove. Lights are on inside, it's warm, there's a good rug, polished furniture. It's a rather nice setup, you know? And you can tell in, in another room there's a handful of beds. Oh, it's like someone was expecting us. Hello? No response. Um, you saying it's around dusk or it's or evening? It's about sunset, yeah. Um, I'm going to take a good look around on the ground outside. Maybe, maybe some footsteps. See what kind of tracks there are. All right, roll a perception check. Okay. Uh, hold on here. Perception 21. Oh, yeah. Uh, outside on the ground, there is definite trampling of the grass. It looks like something was dragged along or back, and uh, some heavy objects were dragged away from the cabin towards the geysers. I don't think anyone is home. I point to the uh, drag marks on the ground. I think they have been evicted. I'm going to follow the trail. I'll join her. Same. Assume the rest of you are following too, or you want to explore the cabin a little more? 
I'll... How far away is the geyser from the cabin? A few minutes walk. Oh, okay. A few minutes, okay. Um, um, is there any obsidian on the ground? Or anything like that? Uh, there's a couple samples in the cabin. Uh, a couple magma rocks. You know, definite scientific equipment. But nothing crazy. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm out on the ground that out, because if there was, I'd like to pick a couple up and put them in my pocket. Okay. Yeah, you pick up a three or four shards of obsidian. As we're walking away, Warren's just going to hear, Oh my god, the children. Yeah. Warren's going to hear that loud and clear because he knows that you are the one with knowledge of this area and has been following you like a puppy. Oh. <laughs> just wanted us to sleep. I'll follow. Taking up the rear. I'm going to... Investigate the was it footprints or is it drag marks? Uh, drag marks. Okay, I'm gonna investigate the drag marks done on the ground. Hmm. Um there does or roll a perception check. Yeah, I was gonna say you want me to roll a perception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got sixteen. Alright. You're gonna notice that uh there seems to be a little bit of not dried, but congealing blood on some of the grass blades. It's not a whole lot, but it seems to show up every, you know, every few yards. What do you see over there? A blood on the trail. And I, I walk over and I, and I crouch down. It's very obvious, or is it just kind of like a smaller detail of blood? It's... It, it's like now that it's been brought up and someone's looking at it, you look a little closer and, you know, the light's a little low, but you can still see it pretty well. So I, 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 I glance up uh, and I just look at her for a moment and I take my finger, dab it in, and I just taste it. And I look yes. at her. Ugh, oh, positive. Anyway, yes. I don't exactly think, uh, he voluntarily, uh, he or she let that out of their body, so... Yeah, this, uh, this might get a little more interesting. And I begin to follow the rest of the party. Well, since you could tell the type, could you tell how long it's been there? That... Can I from that? Um, yeah, you'd say it's been there for about 45, 30 minutes. It's uh, it's not too stale. Um, a little less palatable than normal, but yeah, you know. I'd say potentially we could find someone alive down there if they haven't gotten ripped to shreds. So I'm going to reach the geyser, I guess, because that's where the trail was yep. going. After a few minutes walking through the forest, uh, as you reach the end of the trail, you can hear a s small grunting and just uh, running. It sounds like someone's exercising. I'm going to signal to the party about the noises in a kind of quiet way. as not to alert the person of my presence. Okay. 
Well, as soon as she does that and signals that there's someone else out here, Warren is going to hold his hand out, and in a puff of smoke, a ten-foot-long lance will appear in his hand. Holy shit. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, reach out. Uh, if I can reach his lance, I'm going to go ahead and put my... Uh, Oh, what the hell is it called? Hold on, I'm sorry. Put the uh, the my divi- uh blessing of the forge on it, giving a plus one to uh, attack and damage. Okay. And as you come out of this woodland trail, you guys will see a hobgoblin who seems to be pushing these bodies into the geysers. Oh, that's no bueno. Uh, how about how far away are we from him? Um, you are about fifteen feet. I I did change the map. You guys should be able to see him. Am I fifteen feet from it, or how close am I? Uh, oh, about twenty feet. Uh, if you check the map, you should be able to see. Uh, it's black on mine. I there is no map it. there. We're down at the Unless bottom. I am- that down at the bottom, down the bottom. did reveal area. Oh, oh, there it is. Yep, yep. Good? Yeah, I was looking at the wrong part. Right. Jesus Christ, what the fuck is that? That thing is ugly. I would like to cast hold person on it. He finishes shoving the last body and says, They always force me to fuck as your hold person spell. Uh, is there a check or anything for that? Uh, wisdom saving throw. Oh, wait. Wait, hold me double check. Yeah, wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed. Alright. My DC is 15. Okay, I'm gonna roll it at disadvantage because you got him totally distracted. Um 17 it's wisdom, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so 17. He's gonna like pause for a second and then just oh crack his shoulder. And he's gonna look over and see you guys. Why'd they send people to the outpost now what the fuck he's gonna turn and start to run into the smoke and i guess we should roll initiative bye just ran into me (laughs) oh my god john (laughs) hey ferb i know who we're killing first (laughs) (laughs) all right turn order you want to enter it or should we enter our own um you can enter your own Word Warren got a thirteen. Oh, do we have another Cax in the party? That's a D twenty plus your initiative, right? Correct. Yes. It won't let me put it in. Uh, uh, it only these... let one in at a time. So you kind of gonna <laughs> yeah, yeah. make sure yeah, no one else is punching it. As uh, things are being added to the tracker, you can't. Uh, okay, your... I gotcha. Yeah. It's first come, first serve, man. Hey. Hi. Uh, Smoke, what's your dexterity modifier? Four. Four? I have five. Four hundred smoke. You're damned tabaxi rogue. Yeah, if, if it helps, either put him at 22 or me at 24. I was and that should. Yeah. 
Uh, and like announcer initiatives? Yeah, it yeah. usually helps for audience. Uh, Lazlo rolled a 23, pushed up to 24. Smoke rolled a 23. Olivia, 17. Cole at 15. Warren rolled 13. I got a 25. Oh. And this uh, skinny little hobgoblin rolled a 4. Nice. Oh, this dude's gonna get fucked. I, I, think it's, <laughs> I don't think it's me. I think it's me. I think I'm just bad at initiative. Yeah. yeah probably. Yeah. You just have shit initiative. Yeah. That's what happens when you take a nap before the D and D session. Seriously, you didn't warm yourself up. Never mind your dice. Yeah. Or I'm using online dice for this, so you guys can see. Anyway. Um, that's where you. That's the problem. Yeah. Hey, I got a 17 and 18 on your uh, save when I rolled a disadvantage. Yeah, uh, but a uh, saving throw does not have to do with how alert and awake you are. Fair uh, enough. Again, fair. comes back to the nap. All right. Evelyn, you're first up. So how far is he from me again? Uh, look at the map. That's an it's a little bit of an incline up to these geysers, but nothing like, you know, where you have to use extra movement or anything. Just just a small little hit. Just remember, since we're using squares, that every two two spaces, so it's five, and then the next one would be 15 if you're moving diagonal. So... Take one step forward. And then... I'm gonna throw a dagger at him. Alright. So that's. That's a d20 again, right? Yep. Okay. Plus your dexterity. So I got. I got a dirty 20. That'll hit. Then I need. So then I roll a 1d4 for damage. 1d4 plus your dex plus yep. perf- no, proficiency. No, proficiency is just for attack. Yeah. Oh, so 1d4 plus my dexterity? Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got... Got a what? I got a 3. 3? Alright. So I got plus 5, so that's 8. Okay. You are going to throw this dagger. It's going to spin through the air. And you hit him right in stride perfectly. This is going to land almost center square in the back. You hear the little pierce of the chainmail as it cuts right through it. He's going to hear it and just yell out in pain. Oh, shit. I'll end my turn. Why is low? Uh, the two folks near me hear an audible sigh as uh, this uh, sword, like shining silver almost, but right along the edge is like a little bit of a, of a red uh, tinge to it. Um, and in a blur, I kind of just, I zoom right out to him and, and 
as the the dagger goes into him from uh, from off to the side, and hobgoblin, correct? Yep. Okay, it begins to turn towards me, and with almost the sadistic grin, I begin to like thrust and kind of like try to get into like a like a vulnerable spot in the gut of the hobgoblin uh, with my weapon. All right, which is. Uh, a 12. A 12 to hit will miss. Okay. And you just, it hears me go, fuck! Um, and I will use my bonus action, uh, for, uh, parrying blade. What does that do? Uh, you can reduce the damage of any weapon attack you receive, uh, with your pool of precision dice, uh, plus my proficiency bonus, if he attacks me. Ah, Okay. Uh, smoke. Uh, before we move on to smoke, I would like to retcon something for Evelyn. Feel free. The hobgoblin has not taken a turn yet. As such, her assassinate feature activates, giving her advantage on the attack roll and her sneak attack damage. Ooh. Oh, right. I forgot about that. I thought I had a... Um, oh. Well, oh. um... Yeah. Since, since uh, we forgot to do it as it happened, I'll say... We'll just teach this as a learning moment, first encounter, you know? Keep that in mind for the rest of them. Alright, uh, smoke. Alright, Smoke is gonna move. Level 9 is like 2d6, isn't it? 5. 5d6? Yes, Deke Attack's nuts. <laughs> That's so big! Level 9. Seek attack is, is 5d6. Well, Cax is going up to a level 9 rogue. <laughs> because of the advantage, if she gets a natural 20, it's she could one-shot someone. Yikes. Yikes. Alright, Smoke is going to use his feline agility to move 35 feet to there. Okay. Sure... Alright, yeah, I can do that without spending a bonus action. Um, and then he is going to pull out his two rapiers and attack him with both of them. Ah, roll your attacks. Uh, the first one is a 20... Hits. Okay. And then... <laughs> I, could tell, I could tell you were going further with that. <laughs> And the second one is a 16. Not even going to make your roll damage, but that second one misses. But how do you want to kill him? No. So I'll I'll swing with my sword and just chop his head off. Huh. All right. The rapier? Fuck. Yep. That's... That's kind of metal. <laughs> precision stabbing. All right. Um, how do I do the thing with... You don't because you didn't give him a token. No, he, he's a token. Token Thanks. hobgoblin. <laughs> Something tells me it's not going to be the token hobgoblin. There's probably going to be more. Alright, let's do that. Okay, so he's dead. I'm the token southern boy. <laughs> he's dead. Right. And as you get up there... The smoke seems to 
you know, seems to start dissipating for a little bit. What's happening to the cat? And you and Laszlo look across the geysers, and on the other side is a couple hobgoblins sitting at a fire and two hill giants. And they look over at you after hearing their friend scream and uh, quickly gather their weapons. In pure blackness. It's dark. Yeah, it's dark. You, you, you're oh, hiding, oh, fog of war. <laughs> your hiding area is not revealing. There you go. Uh, there we go. <laughs> oh, there we go. Uh, oh, yeah, that was definitely spookier with the hiding them. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. In that case, smoke's gonna start walking towards them because feline ability doubles my speed till the end of my turn. Okay. And he'll get to there. Alright, that'll be his turn. Alright, give me half a second to do their initiatives real quick. Uh, Warren, what is your dexterity? Warren? Oh, my, sorry, I was reading something. Okay. Uh, my bonus or my, uh... Your bonus. Plus one. Alright, so... Alright, um, that means it is the Hill Giant's turn. They are going to walk up to their hobgoblins, pick them up, and put them in these little cages that they have on their backs. So the hobgoblins are in the back of these little cages. They can look and speed 40 feet. Um, what are the cages made of? Uh, metal. It looks like they're made of metal. And I'm going to say that, for the sake of just simplicity, I'm going to say that they're all just going to move together on turns. Instead of having four separate initiatives, I'll just say uh, Hill Giants move and uh, Bob Goblins move are just going to do both of them on the same turn. And they are going to begin charging at you. Olivia is next. Olivia is going to take a few steps forward and kind of hold out her hand and try to gauge about how far away the uh, hill giants are with rough precision. Eh, it's hard to do it. And she is going to cast Shatter at, a, at fifth level. So that is a constitution saving throw. DC 17 for all four of those creatures. Yep. Oh. Okay. You said it was 17? Correct. Constitution? Mm-hmm. Alright. First off, Goblin fails. Second one passes. Uh, okay. So one Hill Giant fails and one Hobgoblin fails. Alright. So that'll be. Um. What is that? 6d8 thunder damage. Uh, and then half as much on the successes. So, two seconds here. It's a lot of d8s. I got it roll. One, two. Um, that is 19 plus 
12, 31. So 31 damage to the fails and 15 to the saves. Damn, okay. Alright, give me a second to mark that down. Please tell me that I just liquefied a hobgoblin. And I, while you do the, the damage, um, everyone watched, uh, or everyone saw Olivia walk up. And then after she says, I think this will work. Um, you hear this loud explosion, this thunderous crash coming from in between the two hill giants as this wave of energy just erupts from directly in between them um, as a, a thunderous boom uh, emanates from in between them. Knocking loose debris on the ground and okay. hoofing the smoke out in, into this fantastic shape. All right. Is that your turn? That will end my turn. Okay. Cole. Um, the cages, are they strapped to the giants, or are they just carrying the cages? There seems to be, what you can see, is a little, like, leather strap around the giant's neck, and probably, like, one smaller one around their armpits or something, so the giants still have full mobility, but the cage is secure okay. on their back that the hobgoblin's sitting. I am going to move about there. That's about 30 feet, right? Did I get that right? Yep. Just about. Okay. okay. And I am going to cast Heat Metal on the cage on the left. Hey, my favorite. Alright. I know that's that's guaranteed, right? That yes. Constitution save? Or... There's um, a constitution save to drop it if they can Oh, okay. So it's strapped to them, so he can't directly drop it. True. And the guy's inside of it, too, so he can't exactly drop from being inside the cage. All right. Yeah. How, how much damage does that do? Um, I'm going to cast it at third level. Okay. So it's going to be 3d8. Sheesh. Okay. And it's to the one giant and one hobgoblin, correct? Yep. Oh, uh, 12 damage. Fire. 12 damage? Okay. And it's going to be at the start of, uh, what is it? Start of every turn. You get to yeah. re-roll. Or... As a bonus action, the subsequent turns after that. Uh, okay. Um, of my turn. Yeah. And I think that should be it for me. Okay. So the hobgoblin on the left in this now burning hot cage is going to jump off and slide off the back of the hill giant to get out of it. I've rolled acrobatics to see if he sticks the landing because that's kind of a fall while you're in burning pain. No, he's not going to make the fall. He's going to have to use the rest of his movement to get back up and... And he is going to try and throw a javelin at smoke. Although the hill giant is still in the way, so I'll roll that at disadvantage. Does a oh, you know what? That's that's just gonna miss. Alright. Uh John, you see a javelin fly towards you. It looks like he's trying to compensate for the hill giant, but it's just gonna go straight into the geyser next to you. Little overshot, little little left. And the other hobgoblin 
is going to throw a javelin at Cole because you have just lit his friend on fire. Oh, that's a crit. So that is... Okay. Uh, that'll be 16 piercing damage to you, Cole. Okay. Yep. Alright, uh, that'll be their turn. Warren? Warren is wielding his lance. He's just going to kind of look at the battlefield, touch himself on the chest, and vanish as he casts Dimension Door on himself. Teleports about 50 feet over the head of one of the hill giants and starts falling downwards with the lance pointed down. <laughs> um, okay. How would you like to roll this? So, you've turned yourself into an artillery shell. Um, <laughs> a pointy artillery shell. Yeah. With a plus one to damage thanks to the hallowed weapon. Well, actually, I'm sorry. It's, it's much higher than that, but yeah. You know what? I'll say you land the attack and hit the ground. Uh, you should roll your d20 to see if it hits. And which one are you going at? Uh, the one on the left. All right. That is a 16 to hit. A 16 hits. Cool. What should I roll? Um, what's your standard damage, or should I include falling damage in this? Well, how should I roll? Uh, this? I'll I'll say because you hit. Uh, I'll give you standard damage on the hill giant, and I'll say you stuck the landing because because you hit. All right, so that's a three plus three. So that's still oh, seven points of piercing damage. Okay. And the fifty foot fall doesn't give me any extra damage. Uh, no, I I'm am gonna... a two hundred seventy five pound metal man. I'm gonna say you were riding it down like a pogo stick landed it in the hill giant and as it leaned forward from the impact you land right on like the collarbone you hit it it goes in a little giant leans forward and you yank it out it land on your feet so that you used the hill giant almost like a pillow to brace yourself with well i'm in fall damage on him oh um i'm a big fucker with a pointy stick pointed down that's true Fall damage is what one d six for every ten feet. Ten feet. So um, five d six for fifty feet. Yeah, sure, I'll give you that. I would also say you bury it in him, so you either have to leave it there or hang on to the weapon and be dangling in the air. That's uh, just me personally. Twelve points of falling damage. Well, okay. Eh, I think you know he rolled his hit. He got good. I'll give him that. Alright. So you are standing at the ground right next to the hill giant. Yep. Okay. Uh, Evelyn, you're up. Um. Am I really last in the turn order? <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck. Ooh. 
How much can I move again? I forgot. Uh, it should say in your character sheet. You can move... You got 30 feet. I can move 30 feet? Mm-hmm. Alright, so I will go... I'll go, like, right here. So can I use Assassinate or no? Well, no. Actually, I can't because they already took their turns. So never mind. Um... Can I do a sneak attack? Sneak attack. Or does it not count because they already saw me? Like, would that be valid? Uh, uh, let me, uh, sneak attack uh, rocks whenever you have advantage. Uh, she would be. She would be able to do a sneak attack on the one with Warren next to it because you don't need advantage on the attack roll if another enemy of the target is within five feet of it. Oh, so I can do a sneak attack? I guess so, yeah. As long as you pick the one that's closest to Warren. Yeah, I'm gonna do that then. Alright. Uh, so let me see. So... So I got a 16. To hit the hill giant? That'll hit. Okay. So since I have an advantage on the attack roll, I can deal an extra 1d6 damage to one creature. You don't have advantage, it's you get the sneak attack because Robin's next to it. Yeah, and it's 5d6. Oh, okay. So I got 26. Okay. There's some damage. I'm going to say you throw this dagger, it spins through the air, and you're going to hit this hill giant square in the nose. You know, the, it's going to bury itself hill deep. And that will end my turn. All right. Uh, next up would be Maslo. Hello. Hello. I move up uh, 35 feet to here. Uh, see the impending charge. And I kind of glance over to our automaton ally. Um, am I within eye shot of you at all? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. The, 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 smoke, right. the smoke is cleared. So I kind of give him like this like very cheesy like thumbs up. And I hold out my rapier with, with my one-handed rapier. And I'm just like ready for an attack from any of them. And I will use bonus action uh, parrying blade. Uh, and that'll end my turn. Okay. Smoke. Alright. Smoke will move 30 feet to here. And he will swing with both his rapiers. Uh, that is a 17 on the first. It's. And. Oh, actually a 17 on the second, too. Nice. Two hits. Alright, so the first one I'm going to throw sneak attack on. Okay. Going to be... So that's going to be 22 points of damage. How do you want to kill it? Oh. Okay. So... I just swing... with one, and basically... 
hit it in the su in, in its chest. Well, actually, it wouldn't be a swing. It'd be a thrust up. So I thrust up through his chest and into his lungs. So you'll see, like, the blood gurgle out of his mouth. When it gurgles out of his mouth and see the body kind of contort and squeeze up for a second and it's going to fall to his knees at the ground in front of you. Okay. And yeah, I was going to say there isn't a hobgoblin in range, is there? He is 10 feet behind that other one. Okay. Yep, that'll be my turn. Okay. It is now the hill giant's turn. And at the start of their turn, each of the geysers rumbles and creates a small little pool of magma just slowly overflowing next to it. I'll have the little squares out. Uh, naturally, stepping in these squares does equal fire damage and magma damage. Magma. And this hill giant is going to run up to smoke. Okay. So, uh, it uses Earth Tremor, and you can you can guess that Earth Tremor is the thing that caused the geysers to flare up. And everyone can now only see within 15 feet of themselves because the smoke has come up with the geysers. Let me get... I did? Oh, dear God. I've gone blind. Okay, so you guys can see that. But the reveal is the 15 feet for you guys, but... Or we can just assume that we can only see 15 feet in front of us. Yeah. Rather than blanking the whole fucking map. Yeah. I blanked it. Bitch. <laughs> and let me double check what Earth Tremor does. I believe they have to make a strength uh, check mm. or else they fall down. It is a dexterity saving. Ah, dexterity. Throw. My apologies. Yeah. That would be me, correct? Uh, yep. And you and Warren, actually. Oh. Both of you. Dex save? Yep. Mm, that's gonna go well. Does a 24 save? Yeah, probably. Does a 4 save? Ah, no, it does not. <laughs> probably not. So you're gonna take half damage, smoke. Uh,. It's a dexterity saving throw, so I'm going to use evasion and take none. All right. Rogues are a broken class. Warren, you will take eight bludgeoning damage. Oh, dear God. And then... Oh, my goodness. Seeing that it missed, uh... Seeing that it missed you, Smoke, it's going to swing its great club at you. Of course he is. Fuck that cat. Uh, does a 17 hit you? Yes, it does. Harry, this, you fucking casual. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hit you with a bus. <laughs> uh, that'll be 17 bludgeoning damage. 
Choo choo, <laughs> motherfucker! That hurt. <laughs> Get bonked. As it hits you with a comedic bonk. <laughs> Alright, Olivia, you're up. Remember, you can only see within 15 feet of you. Hmm. Well, I can no longer see anyone else. So I'm going to move into the fog of war to make your life harder for blanking out the map. 5, 10, 15, 20, <laughs> 25. Right there. This is where we'll end up moving. Diagonally. You're diagonaling up. Oh, yeah, shit. You stepped into the lava. Well, I mean, I would have seen as I was getting closer. True, so true, true. We'll just we'll just not quite get there. All right. Instead, as I was moving myself in the fog of war, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. There's, I know that there's a geyser <laughs> over here somewhere. Let's try to find it. <laughs> All right. So, see what you see. Yep. Uh, can you do anything with that, or? Uh, I'm gonna hold action. I'm gonna hold an attack action with uh, Eldritch Blast. So okay. if I see an enemy, I'm firing off uh, both barrels. Okie dokely. Alright. Cole. Okay, I'm just checking something real quick for a spell. Hey, feel free, man. Don't worry. Uh, if I do detect magic, how far away? Oh, up to 30 feet. Okay. And it is one action. Damn. Uh, okay. So I'm just going to go ahead and do my full movement forward. Okay. So that would be there. All right. And as I get closer, that's 30 feet to my left, right? Hold on here. I'm sorry. I'm so used to not. Yeah. So I'll be moving about here. Yep. I'm going to. Try to kneecap that motherfucker. Kneecap the hill giant. Swing away. Okay, using my warhammer. And he should have advantage on that, right? He does, because of smoke. Well, that's because he can't see to the smoke. Ah. I... Hold a 15 plus 8. That'll hit. Okay, now I have uh, Divine Strike as part of my class features. Okay. So all, all of my attacks have a D8 fire damage. Damn. So nice. D8 for the fire, D8 for that, and four for the... Oh, nine. With uh, two of that as fire damage. Wow, that, that's it? Unlucky. Yeah. Alright, next turn is the Hobgarblins. Hooray! Hey. The, the real good guys. Um, hey. <laughs> Alright, um, Hobgoblin 1, now that his javelins are no longer in range of his cage, he's going to draw his greatsword and run up to Warren, where he will make two attacks. Um, I assume the second one hits, but does a 11 hit you? 11 does not. Yeah, I figured. Okay. Um, 
What was the second one? 23. Fuck you. I don't think that hits. Uh, that'll be seven slashing damage on you, Warren. Fine. It's on that. And the other hobgoblin will, still in his cage, will throw his javelins. Uh, that is, okay. 20, a 14 plus 5, a 19 at Laszlo. That hit? Um, I'm sorry, 19? Yeah. Uh, meets my armor class, so yes. Alright. And that will be... That's 10 piercing damage on you. 10 piercing damage, so my... Parry and Blade kicks in. Um... So that it, it reduces the damage by 14, so I take no damage. Right. I'm going to say he throws this javelin, and as it comes down, you kind of suavely just sway off to the side and flick it away with your rapier. Ha! Uh, that wasn't very suave. <laughs> that was more suave. Well, you're certainly a, f- a threat to me. I don't much care for this. So he's going to back up five feet and he's going to stab at the hobgoblin with his lance. Ah, stab away. Does a 22 hit? Uh, it sure does. Well, damn. Oh, diggity daffodil. Or seven points of piercing. Okay. And that will end his turn. All right. Evelyn. I'm going to move 25 feet. So I'll put me right there. Yep, and you can see the hill giant. 15 feet, okay. Um... Go for the dagger. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I was just trying to think if there's anything else I could do on top of that, but no. So I'll just do a dagger. All right. I already know that doesn't hit. I got a seven. A seven will not hit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that'll end my turn. Alright, Laszlo. After casually flicking aside a javelin. I I look at the space between the uh the pool of lava that's coming down and coal, um, Evelyn, you notice it's Evelyn, right? Correct me, please. Yep. Yes. Thank you, Olivia. Evelyn, I have it right here. I have it written down. I'm not even looking at it. Fuck me. Uh, <laughs> you notice as there's a clear path in between coal and the lava, but you actually see me walk like almost a perfect circle in a distance around coal and land right here. So that consumes all of my movement speed to do that, but I, I maintain a radius around him. Um, and I will attack, and I forgot last time I attacked that I get two attacks, not just the fucking one. Uh, <laughs> so the two attacks are uh, a 12 and a 16. 
Uh, the 12 misses, the 16 hits. Cool. With that, I will consume my bonus action for pre precise strikes for the damage of that. So the D8. Five. Uh, 27 points of damage as uh, you, you kind of see. And it, it looks like clearly one strike, but you guys almost see like these like almost invisible like wisps of like extra like slashes going into the, the stab that I give the hill giant. And that'll be my turn. Smoke. Alrighty. Alright, so this thing's still standing. Alright. I'm just gonna swing at our giant friend twice. Ah. Swing away. Uh, 22. It's 11. Misses. But I will use my sneak attack because someone else is within five feet of him. I don't throw my dice everywhere on that first hit. Alright, so that's uh, 19 points of damage. 19 points? Okay. And yep, that'll be Smoke's turn. Alright. Now this is where the fun begins. Because the hill giant is going to take a couple steps around and um, then... I thought it was the goblin's turn. No, that's the hill giant. Hill giants are 18. Oh. Now, does his movement provoke an attack of opportunity? You know, as you say that, I just realized that, and I am not going to do that, actually, then. <laughs> and, uh... Side Laszlo... It is going to use Earth. Sad. Yeah, it is going to use Earth Tremor again, and the okay. lava continues to pour out, going out a little further. Anyone caught in the lava has to make a Constitution saving throw. Oh boy! Uh... I rolled a five. That will not pass. Um, fifteen. A 15 will barely meet it. Uh, 14. Will not meet it. Okay. Yeah, I was starting to doubt that this was going to be a one-shot. We did start I'm starting to understand how it's going to be a one-shot. <laughs> yeah. Just a, a bunch of charred corpses at the, uh, at the smoke, guys. There's yeah. guys, nothing to see All here. Alright, so 15 is the DC. Um... You guys make it. Take half damage. If uh, you fail, take forty-two fire damage. I oh have, my goodness gracious! I have fire resistance. Ah, then you can take half of the half if you passed. I did not pass. Ah, so you can take half. Can I use uncanny dodge or evasion? Um. What exactly does that do again? Let me double check. It would have to be, if it's one of the two, it's going to be evasion, but does evasion allow for... Evasion's only dexterity. So no, yeah. you can use either. Right. And okay. uncan uncanny dodge, it has to be with an attack. Does Earth Tremor count as an attack? Earth? No. That's Tremor's what I was asking. 
Earth Tremor counts as a spell. You've seen him use it in Count Out Lava before. So, yeah, sure, I'll call it an attack. Alright, so yeah, she can use her uh, reaction to have the damage. And that's my d20 that I use, or...? No, no, the no you just do yeah, you have to roll your d20. Add your oh, constitution yeah. save modifier to see if you pass. Fuck, I'm gonna get tapped by lava. How deep is the lava? Uh, it's like uh, ankle deep. level, but it just rolled straight over your feet. Nope. I did not pass that. You didn't pass? Then you just take 21 damage because you have your uncanny dodge. Alright. That will be the hill giant's turn. Oh wait, the hill giant takes damage too. I forgot to roll for that. Well, shit. He's standing in the fucking thing too. Dumbass. Oh, he fails. Okay. And... Melts alive. You know, he actually does. He... <laughs> <laughs> I, I rolled too high. As uh, the lava sweeps over his ankles... Jumps up, hops on one foot, steps in it again, and falls backwards, taking both him and the hobgoblin fucking face first into your back first, in the giant's case, on top of the geyser into the lava. And as the hobgoblin is now trapped under a hill giant in a geyser, I don't think he's getting out. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't see that happening. And, uh, and the other hobgoblin is also in the lava. He's fucking dead. Alright. <laughs> I, I have I have committed suicide by accident. You <laughs> <laughs> have killed one all one the monsters. So we are out of combat now. <laughs> In that case, I'm gonna step outside the lava. Feel free. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. get out of the lava. You, you may navigate your way out of the lava. It's... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can we break? Yeah, feel free. That's okay. great. Okay. I'm, I'm already broken. Uh, oh, same. I totally, I was like, hey, where's my other hobgoblin? Surely there's another turn. No, no, wait, never mind. <laughs> and with that, we'll take our break. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. So <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, um, you guys ready to get back to it? Yeah. Alright. Battle is over. Uh feel free to do what you guys would like. Um, so as I uh scoot around, uh coming up behind me was Cole, I speed up and see him like coming up behind me and I like go over uh to our automaton ally and and you can kind of hear me nope 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 that's wrong with you shit. I, I i got a little bit of a little flame on the uh on the jacket you see uh needed to get out of there burning don't like fire uh no i don't think god uh, anybody does well ain't you a curious little humanoid well, yes. Most of y'all really like fire. Keeps you warm or not. I don't well, mind fire too much. 
You're awfully perceptive for a tiny little reptile, man. I was having a nice, quiet conversation with my little man friend over here, but I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Pardon him. He wasn't programmed for friendship. How the fuck do you know what I was programmed for? Oh, he's got a mouth on him. Well, the kids aren't around. I can talk however the fuck I want. I think you and I are going to get along quite nicely. Yeah, all right. Why not? As I say that, I kind of flick my hand, and the lance disappears in a puff of smoke. Speaking of smoke, the smoke from the geysers, as you guys talk, has risen, and uh, you guys can see clearly across the geysers right now. There's still lava? Yes. And all the bodies are of the dead things yeah. we are fighting are in the lava, correct? Yeah, the bodies were tossed into the lava. Yeah, I figured. So much for looking for clues. Is there yep. anything amongst their campsite? Ah, there is a couple satchels. I'm gonna dig through one of them. Alright. You see wrappers of what looks like to be some type of explosive that you can't seem to find anywhere else. Uh, crude map of the surface that's clearly, you know, to the best of Hobgoblin's ability. And you are going to find some fruit. I'll dig through the other one. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'll pocket the uh, fruit and take a and I'll uh, examine the map. Can I find where I am on this map? Uh, towards the upper left edge of it, you'll see that they have the geysers kind of located. Uh, below it, you see something called Bell Mountain with an X on it. Uh, next to it is the Fallen Forest. And uh, further south would be the hills. Now, where was our final destination to be? Uh, your final destination is the hills and mountains that they come from in the very south under the Fallen Forest and Bell Mountain. Okay. So about where they're ex about where that X is, it is right? Uh, the X is the mountain you have to pass through tomorrow. So think mm -hmm. you're up here mountain forest down here's the mountains that you have to get to mountain range ah i think there's something important at this location i show off the map to oh is it smoke that's next to me yes i'll look at the, that map and then roll out my actual map from the dimensions being a little off on the Hobgoblin's map, it seems pretty accurate. It does seem like they were looking for something here, at least. Do you think maybe they thought this was some sort of military outpost? Uh, maybe these were scouts. If they're planning on invading, taking out little encampments like this seems like a general stratagem. Maybe yeah. they are making a tunnel with the explosives? Uh, Smoke, you see the X on Bell Mountain, and you know that that is a mountain that has been hollowed out 
and since it's in the shape of a bell, they simply gave it the name Bell Mountain. It was hollowed out for the, to the point where they don't know who hollowed it out or when, but it's sort of known as a mostly empty mountain. Well, the mountain is hollow. I don't see why you couldn't dig down. Could give some tactical advantage. And this outpost of scientists would know if something was digging through the ground, right? That would make sense. Are there uh, tracks from the hill giants and which directions they've been coming from? Uh, no. No, it looks like they had uh, walked through the geysers. They'd all come from the same uh, path through the forest from the cabin that you guys did, and they simply decided to set up camp on the other side of the geysers to hide their fire smoke so they could cook and have a, a good warm fire without being detected. I think it might be best that we just go back to the cabin, stay for the night, and head out to the mountain in the morning. I mean, if you think that's what's best. Well, didn't don't our uh, don't bother me none. Didn't our wardens want us to rest at the uh, <clears throat> military camp, or was it here? I could not remember. Yeah, it was here, the outpost. Well, we don't have to worry about sharing bumps with anyone, I suppose. So you all head really. back to the cabin. Yeah, I guess. You head back to the cabin, and throughout the night, you'll find a handful of, you know, bloody rags stashed behind the stove or under a table or something. You know, they tried to clean it up and make it look like nothing was wrong for when people enter, or if anyone entered. Um, but there's a pretty nice meal waiting in the cabin that it looks like the scientists and what couple guards they had had cooked. So, you get warm fire, good meal, nice beds, and, uh, you finish the first day of your journey. Woo! Yeah, because cause I need any of that. Do we get a long rest? Yes, you do. Fucking sweet. I get to recover all this damage I took. It's first encounter, man. Come on. I end up uh, hanging out with Warren uh, the whole time, and uh, Warren, you notice I don't eat any of the food either. Well, then you notice I don't need any of it either. Because I'm a fucking robot. Beep. Boop. Do you have a, uh... Like an exit receptacle in that thing, or...? What you mean? Uh... I, I would assume... we're do Are we doing, like, watches and stuff, presumably, over the course of the night? I mean, I'd imagine. Don't ask you. So, so me, me, and DM. me and Warren do uh, do like our watch together, and so him and I are just having like this like quiet conversation outside. Ah, when the when the human, I, when we eat food, it tends to come out oh, the other you, side. Are you asking if I shit? I uh, yes. I do not. Okay. Um. But is there an area in? I mean, I've got a rear end, but yeah. it, ain't, it ain't exactly sculpted to look like a human's rear end. It's just kind of 
mostly just hinges from my legs. Okay. Strange For- curiosity. What about a metal thrusting thing in the front, if you catch my drift? Well, I got this, and I hold up my left arm, and a javelin shoots about halfway out from the palm of my hand, and then retracts back in. You mean something like that? That's a jabby thing. I don't suppose you have a name for that, don't you? Uh, no. May I recommend... The shocker. Guys, it's happening. Robin I, I, bro- I broke Robin. I broke Robin, everyone. <laughs> Robin.exe has stopped working. <laughs> the Windows logout screen. These <laughs> <laughs> sparks coming out of Warren's head. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> I don't know what. The shocker, huh? Well, I suppose, given your reaction, it, it was kind of shocking, so. Yeah, I could, I could call it the shocker. What do I call these? And I hold up my right hand, and a crossbow bolt fires out of the palm of that one off into the distance. Oh. So if the long one is a shocker, what should I call these? He begins to, like, stroke his beard. Well, we already have a a provocative name for the, for the first one. Mm. You know, if you use them in combination, I've he- I've heard of the uh, the military term uh, "shock and awe." You could one-two punch, if you will. One-two punch. Well, these are kind of piercing weapons, so wouldn't it be more of a one-two pierce, like double penetration? Ah, yes, and I just heartily give you a big like slap on the back. You hear a loud clang. <laughs> <laughs> any, any, yeah, anything else to do? Or we, <laughs> is, is that night one? I'm not letting this go any further before we get into X-rated content. Yeah. I was hoping before the long rest, I can go ahead. You can use, I can use one of my fourth level spells, fabricate. Yeah, sure. To turn uh, the, I the obsidian that I picked up. Yep. I like to go ahead and create a. Uh, a dagger out of it. Ah, feel free. You get an obsidian dagger, and because that's badass, I'll say it's 1d6 damage instead of d4. Okay. One is there a fireplace in the cabin? Yes, there is a nice warm fireplace. So I'm sitting near that because I'm not used to sleeping in a bed. Okay. And okay. I'm not used to really sleeping much at all, so... I'm kind of sitting up watching the fire in the fireplace. Is is there a rug near the fireplace? There is not a rug near the fireplace. Please crap on it. <laughs> Please don't shit on the rug. Um, <laughs> these beds, do the mattresses come off? I mean, yeah. Alright, Smoke's gonna <laughs> grab one, pull it out near the fire, and curl up on the mattress and go to sleep like that. Real question is, does he purr? Yes. Yeah. Let's go! Let's go! (laughs) (laughs) This is one happy pussy. That's the only reason you want to play with the Rogue. I swear to God, John, was to make that joke. Game over. (laughs) You can kick John from the call. He's good. (laughs) He's done what he set out to do. 
He's like, good night, ladies and gentlemen, and just goes to bed. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you guys could set watches, but the night goes by without a hitch. You know, it's a nice comfort. Not uh, retcon my watch. I, I didn't. I said you can take your watch. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hannon. Yeah. You wake up, there's some eggs in the cabinet, uh, if you would like to make yourself as breakfast, but you get up bright and early at about 7 a.m., and uh, day two continues. The You remember the guardsman had told you that the army encampment was on the other side of Bell Mountain, and since you know that there's a road going through Bell Mountain thanks to the map, uh, you should be okay. I'm going to go ahead and uh, use my Blessing of the Forge to give my shield a plus one. Okay. You're not going to put it on the shocker? <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually different from the lance, so whatever. <laughs> I'm going to take one of those eggs and head out the door. So I'm assuming we're... Yes, I'm going to just take a raw egg. She will hatch it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm interested to see where this raw egg might come in handy. Yeah. And when it does, well, I you'll figured have egg we're on, on a time schedule, so I figured while we're on the way, I'll cook it at some point at, at another time. Did you know if you hold an egg in your anus, you can hard boil it over the course of a certain amount of time? <laughs> I want you to prove that, but okay. The more it's, you know. It's, it's about 24 hours, by the way. Thank you. I'm glad someone knows. Uh, I assume this is from experience. I, uh, I decline to uh, answer that. <laughs> yes. There is, yes, there is no your Fifth Amendment right. It's no as possible. I, I mean, we all did just come from prison, so I imagine shoving things in our prison wallet isn't exactly out of, <laughs> out of the question. <laughs> I'm on hour 18. All right. All right. Yeah, I yeah, real, real us in, Ethan. <laughs> all right, so you all hit the road again. You're walking down, and after a couple hours of walking, you can begin to see Bell Mountain in the distance. Um, um. Uh, roll perception checks. Five. Okay. Twelve. Thirteen? Alright. Twelve. Twenty-one. So, everyone had a twelve or lower except for John? And me. Oh, what'd you have, Xander? Thirteen. Ah, okay. So, John, because you are familiar with the area, as Wait, you are... Wait, we have another party member named John? Oh, my bad. Yeah. Smoker. Smoker. Okay. Smoke. As Smoker? I've, I've been watching One Piece, <laughs> Captain Smoker. But anyway, Smoke. Have a, as a, since you know the area, you know, you're very familiar with it. You know Bell Mountain like the back of your hand. As you, as the party walks down the road, you see there appears to be a large crack where there hasn't been before. In the very, like, top of the mountain. You have, like, the base, and as it goes up, seems to be a crack, and then the rest of the mountain. So no someone, one else sees this. 
someone game their liberty at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I applaud you, sir. <laughs> I'm mad that that one was good. <laughs> I didn't I'm know you had a plus 20 in your history check. <laughs> I'm actually upset at that. For I'm sorry. That, uh, that joke didn't ring any bells. Oh. Oh. No one told me DMing would come with bad puns. Oh, it's so this funny. All... With this group, it's a guarantee. <laughs> Fuck. You will suffer as I have suffered. <laughs> right? <laughs> Alright. So, the smoke's just gonna kind of cock his head looking at the mountain. And then he's gonna turn, turn back to Cole. Do it. Well, it seems like they uh, use their explosives for something. That would be a fair guess. Hey, don't you see the crack in the mountain? I and do. It... So, the day goes on. You walk closer. And as you approach, uh, you see inside the mountain, large amounts of rubble have blocked the road, you know, filling up the entrance. And there's uh, two guys sitting outside, uh, sort of yelling at the road, at the blocked entrance. Uh, when you say guys, do you mean like... Two middle-aged men. Uh, one of them's got a kind of scraggly beard, and the other one seems far better trimmed, but has his hair tied up and like almost a straight shot up. Seems to be the local fashion. But... Uh, they seem to be yelling at it in anger. But I don't know what they expect. It ain't gonna move on its own. Uh, how far away are they? 50 feet. Uh, uh, now, how's it blockaded? Uh, it appears as you've gotten closer, the crack uh, is all large amounts of rubble has fallen in front of the entrance and created like a plug. It's filled up the crack. There seems to be no way into the mountain from this side. Um, can I, uh, if I get close enough and examine it, can I determine how deep it might go? Uh, the crack? No, the plug. Oh, sure. Uh, roll investigation. Okay. What the fuck is he doing? That's suspicious. I rolled an at 20. Ah, you can tell this goes for about 50 or 60 feet. You can... Because you've worked in foreign stuff, you could tell in some of the rubble there's holes drilled in or, you know, specific things. You can assume that the hobgoblins had come up and the X on Bell Mountain marked that they had specifically blown up the entrance to it so no one could pass through the mountain. Mm. Thus all the empty explosive wrappers and whatnot from the previous camp. It goes a good ways in. Probably about 50 so feet into the tunnel. Hey, yo, we need to get through here, right? Yeah. Why don't I just use this here scroll? Blow up the rubble. Uh, Cole, Cole, you are not sure if the scroll has enough strength to get through this rubble. It is not a guarantee. It may not be strong enough. But, um, if I use stone shape and drill a hole into it, if we put the squirrel inside the hole, would it have enough uh, oomph? Uh, 
it would have a better chance, but you're really not like don't have your hopes up for this. It's uh, going to be a tough sell to try to blow it. Damn. Why can't all you magic folks just blend your magic together and blow it up that way? Doesn't quite work that way. Cole. Yes? You said, you said that you could uh, seal the caves a different way? I can uh, stone shape. But I can only—I might be able to get a few sh rounds in to seal at least one up. It looks like we're going around then. So, by consulting the map, you'll know walking around the mountain would probably cost you about sixteen hours. Going over, you could risk getting caught in a snowstorm. Which leaves the next option as the Fallen Forest and the old derelict road that is rarely used anymore. I will relay that information to the party. Best the road not taken. I agree. I think the forest would be a good idea. Good chance to hunt for fresh food. Yeah. I kind of like the idea of the forest too. Um, I don't do too well in the cold. My joints kind of seize up. Uh, Warren, you recognize the Fallen Forest as an area the parents of the children had frequented, but you know that it is commonly filled with enough magical beasts to repel elves from living in it. So, uh, I might have actually taken a few trips through this forest. Now I'm taking a look at the map. I kind of recognize this, at least parts of it. So, you know, we're not entirely unfamiliar with it. Don't got to worry about elves, but there might be a beast or two here or there. Well, I mean, it's a forest. There's always beasts in the forest. Beasts are no concern of mine. Like, you're going to run into, like, an owlbear or some shit. I can talk to owlbears. That's just for me. I could have the letter. Well, I mean, if we come across anything, I'll just hit him with a shocker. Yeah, you just do some little double pen Just do some little double penetration there. I'll do the trick. <laughs> you just hear Lazo, like, wheezing with laughter. Upon upon hearing double penetration, the two middle-aged men approach you. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> can actually be thinking to <laughs> two guys walk up to a, a young woman after hearing her talk about double penetration. <laughs> Cue Pornhub theme songs. You can't seriously be considering moving through the fallen forest, right? Who the fuck it's are the you? The only way to get there. I am Sheldo, and this is Harl. We're merchants, and we were hoping to set up over at the army encampment on the other side of the mountain, but we weren't going to risk the fallen forest. No one's been able to uh, settle it. Ah, yes. The two men that are yelling at a bunch of rocks, hoping that they'll just move on their very own. 
hearty har har, lady. Don't you have some specific fun you have to go get to? Ah, uh, don't you have big balls on you? Only one way to find out. But if you actually are considering moving through the fallen forest, uh, we would reward you rather handsomely if you would be our protectors through it. I'd rather have your head on a silver platter than help you. I could be arranged. Mm, hold on. What are you offering? Well, he's going to pull out uh, six bottles of a kind of teal liquid. So this guarantees to nearly double your strength for the day that you have it. We were going to sell these to the... Uh, to the army, but if it helps you guys get through the fallen forest, uh, we'd be more than happy to give it to you upon completion. I roll insight to see if that's uh, if that's truth. All right, feel free to roll. Seventeen. I just want to know if it's snake oil or not. It's a little exaggeration, but you can tell this is definitely something designed at uh, increasing your abilities. Hmm. I think an extra side job won't hurt. Or uh, Smoke's going to pull out his rapier and hold it to the guy's throat. Ah, oh, you stole my idea. I was going to hold a blade to his neck for insulting me so. We need to figure something out first. She said you had big balls, and you said there was only one way to find out. Let's see him. Oh, boy. Holding the bottles <laughs> oh. above his head with one hand to smash them because it was the only thing his life is worth right now, he will use his other hand to untie his pants. <laughs> Olivia's, oh, turning Olivia's turning away. I'm turning away. <laughs> Hey, Laszlo, is that what you were trying to tell me about last night? <laughs> uh, uh, hold on, let me, let me get a good look. Uh, what, what do we see? What, what, what <laughs> visuals do we see? Hey, it's well, a picture, well, DM. Well, well, it, well, all right. <laughs> if you have candles, light them now. Um, <laughs> while, uh, nothing truly spectacular. But they do seem a little dirty, almost charcoal, like he had slept a little too close to the fire and rolled and rolled into some, and it's kind of gotten it a little darker down there. But uh, rather, you know, healthy, girthy, maybe a lump or two. But yeah, that's that's exactly what I was talking about. Uncircumcised, right there. <clears throat> well, I but, ain't got one of those. But are they big? Are the balls big? The balls? The mm -hmm. balls are. I mean, now that his heart's racing, he's sort of, you know, getting excited, and they're they're swelling a little. Is he getting a panic boner? Can <laughs> <laughs> uh, we move on? Evelyn, Please. he doesn't. He, he doesn't have big balls. I should put this poor bastard out of his misery now. <laughs> All right, pull your pants up. Thank you. And he's going to. Keep the bottles high as he like reaches down and pulls up his pants and tries to tie it with one hand. Are we are we done here? 
just can we move uh, on we are on a schedule here we're going through the forest if you want to tag along fine but we're not going to protect you i'd rather steal his gold than those portions if you want to stick with us you probably have a better chance of survival uh, we will most definitely stick with you, and uh, upon completion, we will give you these vials free of charge, as thank you for your services. I should charge you for protection. That, that isn't how that works. Uh, well, you're offering, you're, you want our help. We should charge you for that. Yeah, we're paying with these, and he like shakes them above his head. No, I'd rather take the gold than the potion. We were going to sell them and make the gold. We don't have the gold right now. We're merchants. We go make gold. A merchant with <sighs> no gold? It is a what sad kind of merchant are you? We were going to the encampment to make the gold. We had brought only what we were going to sell and use for camping. You know? If you, you, can't make like... money, you can't make do money during a war, what are you doing? Do you sell like cracked wooden bowls? You guys, you guys sell the idea of a deal? Come on, we were gonna sell these, we were gonna sell... Uh, you, you brought the other bag, right? And the other one, the guy with the long hair is gonna... shake off his bag and look through it. Uh, um... Um... Uh, he forgot the other bag. Oh, he's I, I forgot the other bag. I did forget the other bag. <clears throat> Fucking amateur hour. And you want to bring these morons along with us? Uh, Smoke's already walking towards the forest. <sighs> I'm just going to walk away. He's and not even in. in the group anymore. He's just walking <laughs> away. I move uh, closer up to them to investigate, you know, the, the merchants a bit closer. Their, what they're carrying in their clothes. Anything really unusual crack. about them. No, you could tell these are merchants, but they're not very good merchants. So I'm, I'm kind of talking m mildly to to Warren, and I'm doing like a little bit of like a hand gesture <laughs> like this, and suddenly, um, as as Cole comes up, I immediately like I wince and I have to like move like four feet away from him, and I immediately stop my conversation with with Warren when that happens. Is Everything okay? I'm fine. Uh, don't worry about me. I'd... Look at what you were looking at. And I like, I like adjust my coat a little bit, and I kind of like begin to walk in the direction that uh, Smoke's walking in. Can I do an insight check on on to, on to see whether or not he was uh, on to why he would do that? Whether it's fear or mistrust or something. Sure, go ahead. And I would probably roll deception based yeah. off of my response. Yeah. yeah. I rolled sixteen plus seven is twenty-three. Uh eighteen. So you got the impression and thinking back to our our other previous uh encounters together that uh, it's not distrust or anything. It, it seems to be more of uh, a pain that I experience when I get close to you. Huh. You got Sunbeam on Laszlo? 
You said you said you were. Fo- <laughs> you said you were following smoke, right? Yep. How close are I'm you getting be... to him? Uh, not not very. Like we're not that tightly knit yet, so I keep like a good like 10, 15 feet distance away from you. Hmm. Uh, Smoke's gonna say in, in in a low voice, just so you can hear it. If you want breakfast, it's behind you. I don't know what you're talking about. Please. You tasted blood and knew exactly the type, and you didn't eat anything last night or today. So I rush up to you. Keep it down. Look, I don't need to do any of that. I abstained from it a long time ago. Uh, see, I kind of go for the more carnal things in life. That's what keeps me alive. Right, just saying, if you need a meal. Just... Uh, t- 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 look, I don't know how they're going to react to this. I'm, I'm just along for the ride here. I mean, you're telling me I can't just walk away into the forest here? This, this is entertaining, but as soon as... My origin comes up to play. It, it gets a little complicated. Doesn't matter to me any. Good soldier's a good soldier. I think at the end of the day, I watch your back, you watch mine. I, uh, kind of look at the backside of Olivia over there, you know? We could make a day out of it. <laughs> Works for me. Just keep walking. <laughs> I say with that, you all, you know, begin your trip into the forest. And uh, you could tell this road hasn't been used in a long time. You know, we're probably thinking 10 years, the minimum. Uh, people do tend to avoid this place because of its reputation and Bell Mountain is next to it. So they didn't bother upkeep or risking their lives for it. So you're going to walk through the forest for a few days and... You'll see a few, you know, large shadowy shapes in the distance, but nothing that approaches you. Uh, the merchants stop and pick up plants every once in a while, give them a sniff and lick them, see what happens. DM, you said a few days. We only have three days to get there before the, the did war I, did happens. I, did, I, did I say you were walking for a few days? Yeah. I'm yeah. so sorry. Uh-huh. I meant a few hours. A few hours. I was like, oh man. I was going to say, jeez. The forest is huge. Time to <laughs> blow up some merchants and walk away with their <laughs> fucking broken pottery. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you walk for a few hours and that's what happens. And which one of you has the highest passive perception? Smoke. Not me. Smoke. Yeah. I was yeah, I think smoke. With, with, a 20, a with a 21, I'm guessing it's probably me. Alright. Hold on, what does Cole have? Did you just open up Smoke's thing on he for did. all of us? Cole is 13. <laughs> Alright, well, if that's Only the case... 17 on here, but... Yeah. We couldn't update it correctly. Yeah, yeah. if you can't... It if you have uh, expertise in it, yep. it doesn't update your passive, yeah. unfortunately. Right. So, um... Smoke, you get the feeling you are being tailed. And, and not, by, not by the two bumbling idiots, by something else. Uh, 
So all of a sudden, Smoke's just gonna stop dead in his tracks and pull both his rapiers out. Ah, oh, fuck. After seeing you pull rapiers, um, Olivia's gonna duck to the nearest tree and ready an Eldritch Blast. One Would you like me to roll stealth? Materialize the lance. You are trying to hide. Feel free to roll stealth. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to hide as well. Alright, roll stealth. I'll try to hide as well, I guess. The giant <laughs> turtle with a shield. <laughs> a turtle? What a nature stealth is. <laughs> Three. Yeah, I'm gone. One of nature's stealthiest creatures. <laughs> he bangs his shield and goes, I'm hiding. <laughs> Ignore uh, me. 32. You know what? 32. Holy shit. Uh, your, birth, your birth certificate vanishes in a wisp of smoke <laughs> as uh, you successfully hide. As everyone's hiding, I'm just going to retract into my shell. <laughs> but only your head so you're standing there no, like, full no, body like the whole body the whole full body okay. retraction turtle turtle and Xander what did you roll? I rolled a 23 uh, you hide very well <laughs> I I totally don't fucking see uh, see Evelyn at all <laughs> no I'm gone completely vanished in thin air <laughs> I was I watching her and I was like, I don't know where she fucking went. Everyone, wow. roll, everyone roll perception, except for Cole, because he's in a shell. If I'm mistaken, I just get a, dis a disadvantage on it. Let me double check here. Your head's in a shell. You ain't got shit. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I rolled a 10, so I'm too focused on the fact that I was looking at Evelyn and she's right. gone. <laughs> <laughs> like I ducked behind a tree and was watching her, and she's just gone. And I'm like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, okay, yeah you're right. I got a dirty twenty. All right, twenty-seven. All right, yeah. thirteen. Thirteen. And what uh, do the fucktards roll? Okay, so uh, Evelyn and Smoke will see flashes of uh sort of black fur sort of appearing in and out in the distance and they seem to slowly move by you until the point where they have gone past you. They didn't change their pace when you stopped. What was the DC? I rolled an 18. Ah, okay, you'll see it too. Yep. Sweet. Sorry. My bad. I, I lost you in the... I got to see smoke too. So I'm going to turn uh, to smoke and kind of give him a questioning look. What was that? Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my bad. It was Jesus Christ. <laughs> I didn't know he strayed this far from town. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. DM, I'm keeping Beast speech up actively. Okay. Whenever I feel a drop, it's coming right back up. Uh-uh. Smoke's gonna start walking after it. Both rapiers drawn. I'm gonna follow with my short sword. Oh boy. Bryn, Olivia will also follow. Not Bryn. <laughs> That's a different character entirely. <laughs> um, if if he's nearby, Smoke's just gonna like kick Cole's shell a little bit on the way by. 
like a, a tap tap to let him know to come out. I pop out. I was just right. gonna lightly knock on his shell and ask if anyone home. <laughs> I might have literally lit, lit a fire under his ass. Alrighty. Well, uh, you guys come to a clearing in the forest where you see uh, four displacer beasts and a rather large tree blight. So... There's the displacer beasts. Jesus. I will set a turn order. Why do they look like stillborn kittens? Because I had to shrink them so they fit in the tile. <laughs> Roll Crit. initiative. Crit. Nice. I'm still not going to be first with a crit, but you know. Uh, funny you say that. Crit. Yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> well, you, you guys can enter in your own uh, initiatives. Let's see how high it goes. Really? Your initiative's only a plus six? Fuck. <clears throat> I do not. I do not have alert. Oh, uh, okay. And how do you have a... A plus six to your initiative? Swashbuckler. I'm looking at your sheet because mm. I fucked up. <laughs> I just, I just want to know how, how Robin has like a, a plus 70... <laughs> it's not a plus 70, it's a plus 77. <laughs> it's it's a magic item called Eye of the Tiger. He has the will of the fight. Oh, shit. Eye of the Displacer Beast in this universe, but okay. Okay. Um, if that is the case, then uh, Smoke, you are up first. Olivia rolled a 24. Warren rolled a 14. Yeah, Smoke rolled a 26. Laszlo rolled a 22. So who are the enemies here? They the little... Displacer? Yeah. yeah. Like, these a guys? And a tree. Oh, these guys? Okay, and the trees? And then this guy. The oh, okay. What about this? Not, I could not find a good token for it. Is this anything? A, a treant? I, they didn't have any on the free version. That's a fallen log. Oh, okay. And then right. these are really big stumps. Yeah. No, I figured those yeah. were. I'm just trying to figure out which, what, so, what was the enemy here. Yeah. So. Right, so just so you guys know, uh, you'll notice the trees have a green square in there. Consider that like the base of the tree. You'll get full cover behind that. And the smaller yellow trees have that tan circle. Think of them like a birch tree. It's a very skinny log. You'll only get half cover. Oh, and you actually gave us cover. Yep, the log and stumps Ooh. also count as half cover. Whale shit. Smoke's going to move 30 feet to behind the log. Yep. And he is going to hold his action right now with both his rapiers drawn. Okie dokily. That'll be his turn. 
Um, Olivia's going to advance 5, 10, 15, 20, 30. And <clears throat> using my beast speech invocation, I'm going <clears throat> to try to communicate with the displacer beasts. Um, also, during the last long rest, I meant to fucking mention that I was using my fine familiar through Pact of the Chain, so I do have an imp with me okay. um, for now. Uh, that I'm going to have take flight about 40 feet into the air. Just right above me. Okie dokie. Uh, and I am going to uh, communicate with the displacer beast saying we're not your enemies here. We're just passing through. And they'll, they'll respond that only you can understand. You're not enemies, no, no. But you are our rare dinner. So few people cross through here lately. That's a decision you shall regret. And I'm going to cast Blight on the... Uh... Oh, no, I can't cast Blight. I'm going to fire an Eld- er, two beams of Eldritch Blast at the Displacer Beast that's closest to me, the one on the left. All right, fire away. Um, that is an 18. Pew, pew. And pew, pew, pew. a 16 and a 19. Uh, those hit. Excellent. Uh, that will be 19 points of force damage as two beams of purple energy fire out, swirl, and impact with the Displacer Beast. All right. Bust out the old Alchemigator. 19, you said? Uh, correct. All right. Uh, who is next up? Laszlo. Be me. All right. Running over to where Smoke is, I kind of, kind of get his cue. Um, I'd like to hold, uh, my attack action to the first creature that comes within range, and also use my bonus action to, uh, ready my precise strike. Uh, sword play. Alrighty. Oh yeah, I, I probably should have described that better. I'm holding my action until I get in range of somebody if they come. That is range. that is what I figured. Um, that your turn, Lazo? That's it. Okay. So for the displacement beasts, um, let me take a quick peek, see at their stat block. Okay. Get so um, cute. Okay. They are going to use their dis. This one's going to use its displacement feet. Go up to that is Olivia and make an attack. Oh Jesus, those are shitty attacks, ain't they? Um. Uh, does a sixteen hit you? Yes. Ah, it'll land one attack because I assume your AC is more than eight. Correct. Uh, that'll be ooh max damage. Hell yeah, sixteen. Uh, what is that? 16 piercing damage to you. I told you this was a mistake, and I'm going to cast uh, uh, Hellish Rebuke as a response. Ah. Rebuke away, hellishly. Um, roll <laughs> me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. 
And DC 17. Ah, it does not pass. Okay, so it takes full 7d10 fire damage. 7d10? Uh, yeah, because I'm a warlock and I cast spells at 5th level. Uh-huh. Naturally. So, uh, Hellish Rebuke is 2d10 at level 1, and an additional d10 for every spell. So it's 6. It's actually 6. My mistake. So 6d10 fire damage coming at you. Uh, that's 17. Uh, 24, 29, 32. Okay, you... Oh, oh, wait. So, 32 damage? Yeah, 32 fire damage. Okay. So, you land a pretty good shot. You you thought it would have done more, but it, you know... The Displacer Beast seems to do pretty damn good against it. Hold its own a little better than you thought it would. This next one is going to... Activate its displacement trait and go up to Laszlo. Now, since it blink, it blinks there. That doesn't trigger. Ah, it's going to crit fail one of them, but a nineteen hits you. Right. Yep. Yep. Meets my AC. Okay, so that'll be fifteen piercing damage, and okay. one of its tentacles will be stuck in the dead log in front of you. Ew. And since he used his displacement feat, right, that doesn't trigger an attack. Um, you usually like you have your, like that. Um, you used uh, your uh, action is ready, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can use your attack. Okay. So since I held my actually, yeah, this is interesting. So I have extra attack. Um, so though, would that be both swings with that? Yeah, I'd say you I just put yourself okay. down in the turn order. You know, you just fast. Uh, so, yeah, do your uh, action now. 14 and a dirty 20 to hit. The dirty 20 and the 14 will both hit. Okay. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Five. Oh. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, because its displacement is up now, uh, both of your attack rolls have disadvantage. Ew. Alright, so what was it? A... You went into them, you had a dirty 20 and a 14. We'll just call that 14. one attack. That's a hit. Sure. Okay. Good idea. Thanks. And then uh, with disadvantage, that's just a... Uh, I'm sorry, 14. 14 on the second attack? Yep. Still hits. A, uh, five plus my nine. Okay. All right. Five plus fourteen. Uh, that would be uh, between the two attacks, just kind of going and blitzing in with all these slashes and hacks at it. Uh, it deals forty-four damage to the displacer beast. Fuck. All right. Good. Uh. Yeah, no, that's a good fucking attack. Way to go. Um, the other ones, yeah, the other ones charge up, and they can't reach anything, so that'll be their turn. Evelyn, you're up next. I'm going to stealthily move twenty feet to the closest tree. Roll for stealth. 
I got a 15. Okay, right. And then... I'm gonna do a... Sneak attack. To... This one? Which one? Uh... There we go, that one. Alright, yeah, I'd say you have a line of sight on that. Make your attack with disadvantage. They're seeming to kind of shimmer and move back and forth and almost appearing to completely show up in a space next to it as uh, they sit there and, you know, growl and snarl. It's a disadvantage. Yep, disadvantage is roll, two, roll the d20 twice, take the lower value. Oh, that's right. Okay, so yeah, I got... I got 21 for my damage. Or, not my damage, but... With disadvantage? Yeah, because my first one was 12 and my second was 13. So, 12 is the lower one. Alright, yeah, that hits. And then... I roll a d4. Plus your 5d6. Because it's sneak attack. Yeah. Alright, so I got... 11. There's a total of 14. What do you mean? I'm sorry, I'm confused. Did you roll ones on all of those fives? Yeah, ones and twos. Yeah, so you have the three from the dagger and the 11 from that, so that's 14 damage on your sneak attack. Okay. Okay. I want to make sure. Did you add your dex mod? Uh, dex mod is five. Right. Dexterity, right? Yeah, so it's 16. Yeah. Okay. Wait, no. Tw- no. 20. 20 in total. Okay. Alright. Okay. So, you throw your dagger, and even though it seems to be shimmering in and out of place, you still manage to hit it square in the side. Um, that's gonna be all I do right now. All right. Warren. And Laszlo, what would you call this? I'm gonna step up a little bit. I'm gonna cast Shatter. Right about here, at fifth level, catching that Displacer Beast. Okay. You want to catch Laszlo in that too, or no? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'd give you the option. <laughs> It's a fair option. Alright, so I need a con save. DC 16. Okay. Oh god, he's infected. Ah, (laughs) Yep, it it meets your save. Total is 22. You take half, so 11 points of thunder damage. And have further spine. Well, fuck you then. Fuck you. Have, <clears throat> have it even further would be two. And have further would be one. And that'll end my turn. Alrighty. Who's next? Oh boy, the tree blight. Oh boy. Whoop. He's gonna be making his way down. down. <laughs> I wonder how fast he's walking. <laughs> I feel like he's how probably many... homebound. Maybe. Is he walking fast? (laughs) The pace is fast. 
Yeah. How many Twin Blades are there? That will be his turn. He's the only one. Oh. See, I thought this was a tree blade, too. No. That's just a tree. But it doesn't but, have a trunk. So yes, this is a Minecraft glitch? The trunk is too skinny. It doesn't <laughs> offer any cover. It's like that elephant trying to hide behind the telephone pole. Oh, so it's like those guys that we're trying to protect. It's it's like their shaft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly like that, actually. That that tree in particular has a rather veiny trunk, as small as it Jesus is. Jesus Christ. Cole, oh, you're up. Before we go any further into this again, Cole, you're up. Please. Okay. Nice. <laughs> here. I'm about to cast a, a nice little spell. I like to cast a flame strike on the tree blight. Oh, yeah. That'll probably... uh. Yeah, go ahead. Nut tap tree blight. It's a dexterity saving throw. It's 4d6 of fire and 4d6 of radiant. Okay. I I'm sorry, what was that total? It's going to be 4d6 of fire damage and 4d6 of radiant. Ah, roll away. On a dexterity saving throw, if he oh, passes, okay. he takes half. Alrighty, let's see how dexterity this tree is. Fire damage first. That would be... 17. I'm... Oh, you passed it, so he did make a dex save. Get oh, Matrix so dodge. I rolled a... <laughs> 11 on the fire damage. Oh. And rolled a... 16 on the radiant. Alright. that it? Uh... For the, my for my action, yes, but I'm going to move. Uh, let's see here, 25 feet to the other side of the displacer. Okay, uh, feel free. There we go. Oh. Now right. Laszlo should have advantage. I hope if I did that he, right. Yep, he will. Uh, smoke. Uh, to get over the log is that uh. <laughs> Rough you're, terrain. You're like, I'll, I'll just say you do like a cool slide across it. Yep. Okay. So, just just move across it. I'm not going to count any penalties. All right. So smoke's going to move thirty feet to this displacer beast here. Ah, move he can. And he is going to attack him twice with his rapiers. That is a 17 on the first. Remember at disadvantage. Oh. Uh, did that one use displacement or did it just they all They all have displacement up. Oh, okay. All right, so with disadvantage, that would still be a 17. Ah, well, <clears throat> that hits. And then... And that one's going to be a 20-something. Um, I'll have to double check the stat block, but ro roll for damage while I do that, just in case. <laughs> Alright. So, the first one is going to add sneak attack to it, because I don't need advantage, because I'm a swashbuckler. Uh, 29 for the first one. Okay. And then 9 for the second one. Alright. Alright. You make two strong hits against this displacer beast, not fooled by its, you know, shimmering function at all, and uh, it 
kind of whimpers in pain when you hit it. And that'll be Smoke's turn. Olivia? Hmm. Olivia's gonna pivot around this displacer beast and let off a blight at the uh, blighted tree. Funny enough. Um, roll me at disadvantage a constitution saving throw. Because I'm assuming it's a magical tree or a magical plant. Correct? Um, let me give the stat block a look see. It is a huge plant. Okay. Oh. Although it's alive, yeah, sure, I'll give it that magic. Um, I mean, if it's a if it's a huge attacking plant, that sounds pretty magic to me. It, it truly does. Well, how big do Venus's flytraps get? But either way, yeah, uh, you said it was Constitution at disadvantage. Ah, how does a nat one do? Um, well, you might want to roll twice because you might get lower than a one. Um, you take sixty-four necrotic damage instantly because it deals maximum damage to plants. Get fucked. LOL, get fucked, kiddo. Nothing personnel, kid. <laughs> um, my imp is going to fly over the displacer beast um, about about 20 feet into the air, opposite me. Okay. Of the one that's, that's on me. Alright. 20 feet opposite you. Yeah, 20 feet in the air, but in the tile opposite me. So it'd be oh, okay. right here, 20 yeah. feet up. All right, okay. Yeah, let me wait, yoink something down for that real quick. Okay. Uh, that your turn? Uh, yes, that will be the end of my turn. Laszlo. Hey. Oh. All right, so since we're flanking him and he's got to splice him up, it just makes it a flat roll, correct? Yes, it does. Cool, so I will um, take two swings at the displacer beast and use my bonus action for precise strike the two attacks are uh dirty 20 and a math at 214 is hard um a uh 15 also hit okay Seven, eight, uh, 31 points of uh, damage to that displacer beast. Alright. Uh, it is bleeding. It's holding up a paw, kind of limping. Uh, you know, it's shaking. It is not looking very good. As I lunge forward with a couple of my attacks to try to pierce it, um, very briefly, as it gets closer to, to Cole, like the, the cuff like kind of like bursts into a little bit of flame and then when I pull it back it like it like starts to just smoke. Alright. Uh DM quick quick update that's supposed to be 72 necrotic damage, not 64. Should have done eight more damage. It does one more D eight per uh per level above fourth and it comes out of the fifth because warlock. That's Eesh. my bad for not reading that correctly. Alright. Okay. Yep. I'll change that. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Uh, with that, uh, yeah, it is the Displacer Beast's turn. Okay. Um, is it if it would have disadvantage because it's being flanked while attacking you, wouldn't it? Uh, no, 
No. No. Nope. Uh, right. Flanking doesn't impose disadvantage. It only imposes advantage. Plus. Uh, does a thirteen hit you, Laszlo? It does not. Yeah, that's what I figured. Does a nineteen hit you? Uh, nineteen meets the AC. For eleven points of piercing damage. Oh, you know. Oh, no, 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 no. Let me wreck on that because I said one of its tentacles was stuck because of the critical failure. So I'm going to say its second attack, it just has to spend it getting its tentacle out. Oh, okay. You take no damage. Well, all right then. Um, and does a 14 or 17, or does a 14 or 15 hit you, Olivia? Uh, both hit. Ah. I have an AC of 14. She doesn't wear armor. Uh, Take 20 piercing damage. I'm starting to regret not wearing armor. Uh, And Smoke, you get crit and um, a 21 hit you? Or wait, wait, wait. Crit and does 23 hit you? Mike. Smoke. Smoke. Yep. Uh oh. So a twenty-three and a crit. Yep. Oh yeah, those will both hit. I thought for sure the crit was gonna miss. Okay. Uh, that'll be sixteen damage on the first attack, and uh, nine damage on the second. So that's twenty-five total piercing damage. Mm. Twenty-five total. Yep. Uh. Telekinetic reprisal from my gift of the gem dragon feet. I need you to make a DC 15 wisdom saving throw. And I knew John has some weird shit hidden up in yep. there. Passes. Passes? Yep. Alright, so you are not shoved 10 feet, but you still do take half damage. Okie dokie. Whatever you say, Bucko. So that would be nine damage halved, so four. Four. Alright. The other displacer beast attacks you. Does a fifteen and a sixteen hit you? Uh yes. Both of them? Yep, fifteen is my AC. Alright. Uh that'll be a twenty one more piercing damage on you. Okay. And... Uh, same thing. Ah. Uh, nope. Yeah, can you use it, that twice takes, in one turn? Nope, it takes my reaction, never mind. Yeah, that's, that's I was gonna say. Evelyn. Yeah, that... Europe. Asia, Africa. Um, so I'm gonna move close to Olivia, but keep my stealth up. So... Okay. I roll for a stealth, right? Uh... You're still at stealth at 15. I'm going to say it didn't see you. It's a little more focused. Uh, that one was hit by Olivia earlier this turn, correct? Yeah. It's, That's the really bloodied one, right? Yeah, and, and its displacement thing is not up right now. Okay. Um, I didn't hit it this last turn. I used my blight. Oh, yeah. You're right. Then its displace Sorry. displacement is still up. Okay. Yep. And it rolled a 10, so it probably doesn't see you coming. Um... I'm going to use my short sword against it. So I got 21. 
All right. Uh, 21 will hit. And then the d6, I roll five times? Yep. Okay. So I got... 42? Uh, tell me how... Uh, Wait, hold on. No. No, I did that wrong. Hold on. I'm looking at the wrong one. Hold on. It would be... It would be 21. Right. Because I got... It's just math. So I got, sorry, I'm trying to figure out my math here. So 21 was my hit to begin with. Yeah, so you hit and it. Then, yeah, and then I rolled five times, and I got three plus three plus six plus four plus five. That's 21 again. Okay. And plus the 1d4 of your dagger. She said she was using a short, short yeah, sword. Yeah, I'm using short a short sword. sword. Yep. Yep. So I don't use the D4. D6. Uh, would uh, the creature be surprised? Um, I mean, they were they were stalking you. They knew one was missing, and it's the stealth worked. And there was a sneak attack. I don't think it's going to have any. What do you mean by surprised? Well, if it's surprised, she can use assassinate, and any hit is an instant crit. I thought I couldn't uh, use assassinate unless I hit first. Surprise is an effect of a surprise round. It's a condition in 5e. Oh, okay. Yeah, Never so mind. So, so how much damage you do? 21. Alright, okay. Alright. Um. And that's all I'm gonna do. Okay, Warren. So I'll step up diagonally 5 feet. And attack the displacer beast between the two allies with my lance. Ah. Is he currently displaced or he wasn't he attacked by Laszlo? Laszlo, you did attack it, right? I did attack it, yes. Ah, yes, then it is not displaced. Straight roll. Yep. Cool. Does a 16 to hit. Yep. Cool. Landing eight points of piercing damage. How do you want to kill it? You get to describe how you kill this thing. Laszlo, check this out. It ain't exactly a shocker, but and I just kind of reach forward with the lance and send the blade into the thing's mouth. Twist it a little bit to break off the jaw and pull it back out. Ha <laughs> ha, well done. You hear the and, two uh, baboons in the back going, woohoo! Given that that one is dead, I will use the remainder of my movement to step up closer to the next one and end my turn. Alrighty. Tree blight. Hell yeah. Alright. So, let's roll two of its attacks. Do I get advantage because you're flanked by displacer beasts? Or because yes. I'm at a distance, is that not possible? On smoke. Uh, tree Blight is not the one that is flanking, so no. Alright. Okay. Does a 25, a 25 hits and a 10 probably doesn't? Nope. 10 does not. Um, 
That will be eight plus. That'll be fourteen bludgeoning damage, and then does twenty-one hit? It does. Uh, so uncanny dodge on that, so he takes half damage on the first one. Okay. And this, uh, you are now grappled. You will take. There's no, there's no save. Um, not the turn you're hit. Uh, each turn after, you can try to escape. You will take 10 bludgeoning damage at the start Smoke. this turn. Right now? Yep. Smoke's unconscious. Ooh. Okay. Oh. You're out like a light. And that will be the Tree Blight's turn. Cole. Okay. Um... You see the large kind of vine branch wrap around Cole and whip him in the forehead and he just kind of leans back limp. Uh, I'll have to change my plan a little bit here. I'm going to cast... Let's see here. Uh, Cure Wounds is a regular action, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to move up close. Closer right here. Right. And and I'm going to cast Firewall in a cylinder around the tree blight. In a cylinder around... Okay. I assume aiming in or out? Um, aiming in. Okay. Alright. That is a constitution save for me, I believe. Uh, let me check here real quick. Uh... Dexterity. Dexterity? Okay, how's the 16 do? Um, shit, nope, you pass it. <laughs> so you take half of 5d8. Well, roll those d8 and I shall have it. Let's see here, 7, 7, 14, 21. Would be, oh, is that half already? Or No, that no, that's pre-half. Okay, alright. I will have it. And... I guess when you try to move through it, you'll take an, another. All right. Okay. Creature takes the same damage and enters the wolf the first time. Yeah. Yep. And I guess that will end my turn. Okay. Smoke, you are up with the very first death save of the night. And I want to make this a little fun. I want you to roll it and DM me what you get. I don't want anyone else to know. Um, they, they will not know if you pass. Hold on, let me. Because I think. Okay. 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 Th that means what I think it means, right? Um. I I'll take a picture for you if you want. No, 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 no. I trust you. I trust you. What do you think it means? I'm conscious. No. I thought... Natural 1s count as two, ah. 2 fails. Natural 20s count as 3 successes. You're stable but still unconscious. 
if that's what the question's about. Yeah. Alright, All right. so I'm stable but unconscious. Alright. Well, the whole point was they're not supposed to know that. But, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Alright. Next turn. Olivia. Uh, fuck. Okay. Well, we're a little busy fighting right now. Can I fire two Eldritch Blasts at the turtle? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm not stopping you. Do, do what you want, man. I'm going to move my imp um, down to ground level opposite yeah. um, opposite Evelyn. Okay. I'm going to drop back five feet, taking that attack of opportunity. Alright. Uh, 15 hit. Yeah. That is going to be plus 13 piercing damage. Okay. Firing two Eldritch Blasts at it for a 19 being the lowest of two. Okay. At, so both, uh, both hit. 19 being the lowest of Yep. Yeah, because it doesn't have Displace yeah. up anymore because Evelyn hit yep. it last turn. Yep. And it, So that means it's still going to its back. And dealing 25 points of force damage. Ah, you blow the goddamn head off of this thing. And you said it was 15 points, right? Yeah. Okay. 13, 13. Um, 13 points, thank you. Yeah, yeah. You fire off an Eldritch Blast, and as it turns, as it as you look away, you hit it, like, square in the cheekbone, and its head flies off. Okay. Um, so my imps used... Uh, would that be, like, 15 feet of movement? Probably. So move my imp, because I'm pretty sure they've got 40 feet of movement, I think. Okay. I'd have to look that up. Uh, 15. Say 40. Yeah, you went down 20. Uh, yeah, diagonally down 15 to the other location. From 20 feet down to like 5 feet okay. to flank. So we're going to move it to here. Alrighty. For the rest of its movement and end turn. Uh, okay. Quick question. Yep. The thing wrapped around me, does it do more damage? If I don't break out of it? Um, not unless it chooses to attack you again. Okay, I, I was going to say, because I can roll a strength check at the start of my turn, but... You're unconscious. Okay. Well, Last that's uh, This down tree, is that going to be considered... Uh... Cover. Hey, Cover. Not, diffi- not difficult terrain, I'd assume. Oh, okay. Jump over it. Okay, so I, I vault over it. And as I do, I'm running over to begin slashing at this Spacer Beast. And you just hear me shout, He can't die! I can't read a map! And I begin attacking on the Displacer Beast. That's why he can't die, definitely. 100%, yeah. Uh, at disadvantage? Uh, yes, it has not been hit yet. Okay, uh... 13 for the first attack. You meet its AC. Oh my goodness gracious. And a 14 for the next attack. Uh, it hits. Uh, 31 points of uh, piercing damage as I'm just stabbing into it and doing all the little fancy swishes. And that's my turn. Okay, Displacer Beasts. Now that smoke is AFK in real life, um, 
One's going to turn and attack you, Laszlo. Okay. Uh, that'll be a crit for the first one. Uh-oh. And a 17 for the second one. Uh, that misses. All right. That's going to be 17 piercing damage on you. Okay. And the one attacking Cole is going to get... Oh, that's bad. Um, 11 at best. That misses, I assume. It is Evelyn's turn. So... I'm going to get myself up. I'm going to go over the... Oh, I'm going to go around the tree branch. I'll go like right here. I'm going to go attack this. Okay. Um, it is inside of a wall of fire, by the way. Oh, he's inside a wall of fire? Yes. Wow. Then I'll just attack this creature instead, because I don't have okay. anything to All use right. against that. I'm going to throw a dagger at it. Okay. How many daggers you have? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. one shot. Fuck off. <laughs> Alright. Roll. See if you hit. So I got 17 plus 9. So that's 26. That'll hit. Okay. With D4, I got a 2. Plus. And then I got 23 for damage. Alright. And that will end my turn. Alright. You land that dagger square into its gut, and you hear the air leave its breath as you caught it right as it was trying to suck it in a little more air. Um, next is Warren. Warren is going to run up to the lifeless body of Smoke, grab onto him, and cast Dimension Door, and poof the both of them back to here. Ah. And poof, they are. And that will end my turn. Okay. Tree Blight is going to step out. I have to roll a constitution saving throw. Uh, 10 plus 5. It does a 15 pass. Fifth, it meets my it meets my save. All right. So, uh, so roll half damage, please. 5v8. Bear with me, I am horrible at math. Don't worry about it. I am too, that so is not bad. 14, after the halving. Okay, 14 damage. Alright, and then it is going to uh, attack uh, Evelyn. It's going to attack Evelyn. Uh, I'm gonna use Uncanny Dodge. Uh, once crit. Okay. And, and the other is a 14. So, how, what do I do again then? <clears throat> no, no, I'm a 16. So, no, it doesn't hit. Okay. 
Well, the nat 20 will hit. And the uncanny dodge will negate the damage. Will negate the double damage. Uh, that that's is a d20, 18. right? You don't roll anything. You don't roll. Oh, okay. Okay, so that is 20 piercing damage. That's. And the other attack is an 11, so it misses. And it gets one more. Uh, crit, you are now also grappled by its uh, vine things. You take five bludgeoning damage. No, wait, it's... You take 11 bludgeoning damage. Okay. So, yep. And your uncanny dodge was already used on that crit roll, so you don't get it on the 11 bludgeoning. Okay. Okay, that will end the Tree Blight's turn, making it Coles. I'm going to move here. Okay. And I'm going to attack the one between me and Laszlo. Alright, attack away. Now, I have advantage, so I roll flat, right? Yep. No, 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 it's already been hit once. You you have advantage. Ah, okay. Uh... I, I'm fairly certain I hit with a 27. Most of the time, but you never know. Yep, so 27. Yep. Okay, and then that's going to be D8 for the hammer, D8 for the fire. Okay. Jesus. Nine plus. So it's seven fire damage and six uh, damage from the weapon. 13. Yep. Okay. Alright, next up is Smoke. He is stable but unconscious, so that is a past turn. Olivia. Um. Describe to me how that tree's looking. Um, looks like you got it pretty good, but it's still, you know, moving fine and semi healthy. And the two displacer beasts? Uh, the one on the left is pretty bloody. The one on the right uh, just looks like it had only taken one real good shot. Last thing I wanted to hear. Um, we're going to fire on the one on the left. Alright. Fire away. Uh, crit and 26. Okay. Those will both hit. Yeah. We'll roll crit because that's probably going to blow it up uh yeah there's a pretty decent chance um maybe fucking not uh, that's 14 damage it is barely alive alright so second one here it comes second one we'll just say you kill it there's no way you don't do 5 damage uh no because my base damage is 6 yeah uh, minimum so, yeah, uh, so 13 you... damage as I blast a hole through it and repaint my imp um, your which, imp giggles. Which will fly to here. I'm sorry. And sit, uh, at, and sit atop the stump. The stump to the right of uh, okay. Cole. Alright. And it's just going to sit on the edge and kind of kick its feet okay. at the at the displacer. Lazlo. Fucking die already! And I just hey, it's, it's, it's dead. I don't know. I got a. Wait, that. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were going after the tree. My bad. My bad. Um, seeing this opponent get 
uh, blown up pretty good and seeing that uh, the um, other one on the other side of Cole is going to be addressed. I just kind of uh, walk on over to our big old tree blight um, and use my two attacks on him. Um, 27 and a natural 20. Gee, those will hit. Oh, baby. First attack, and then I'll... Uh, 21 damage on the first attack. Okay. And then on the... Natural 20, that's... 11, 22... 4, plus 7, uh, 31 points of damage on the first attack. I just, I, <laughs> uh, after all the damage it had taken, um, and the cracks and the bark and everything, the the stabs, and it's almost just like this rapid puncturing as I'm just like kind of getting in between all the different grooves and cracks in it, and I just keep going ham on it until it, it begins to droop and stop moving. I like to think you step up sort of in the zone. It doesn't give as much resistance as you thought a tree would because it's a little fleshier under there. Pinpoint it straight to death. Ha 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 Alright. This last displacer beast will realize it's uh, in trouble. Use its action to disengage. It is going to begin running away. Um, he left my... Uh... Do I get an attack of opportunity? I use his action for disengage, so uh, it gets off with. Damn. All right. Uh, next up would be Evelyn, who is now freed as the vine that was grasping her drops limp. Thirty feet. Get a little bit closer. And can I use a snake attack? Uh, no. No, okay. I guess I'll just use a dagger on him, because he's too far away for a short sword, so... Mm. Do that. I got a 28. Is that with disadvantage? Oh, with disadvantage? Oh, okay. Not one I think to hit. Okay. Give me a second, then. So I got 11. Uh, that will not hit. You will throw the dagger, and it's going to whiz over its head. Okay. Then that's all I'm going to do. Warren. Alright. Um, I am going to step up a little bit. Hold up my right hand and just yell out Time for a little double penetration and <laughs> fire crossbow bolt at the remaining displacer beast. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Yes. Roll with this advantage. <laughs> Natural one. It jams in your arm. Something went wrong. It jams in your arm. My fucking elbow won't move. God fucking. That will be the end of my turn. All right. Uh, Cole. Oh, um. I am. Oh, wait. Here we go. Has it been wounded at all? Uh, yes, it took one hit. I forget who. I think it was you who smacked the shit out of it, but it's been hit once hard. Okay. So, I'm going to cast uh, Toll of the Dead. Yep. 
Nice. Saw that one coming. In favor. Where have I heard that one? Rim. <laughs> okay. Uh, Literally every cleric distance. ever. Oh, hold on here. Let me check my distance. Make certain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll cast uh, Toll the Dead on it. All right. Uh, it's a wisdom saving throw. Okie dokie. Eleven. And and there. Nine. Nice, nice. That's what Uh I'm going to uh after I throw that, I'm gonna move on down to uh Smoke. Smoke, yeah. Okay. okay. Smoke is passing the fuck out still. Olivia. Oh, I'm is also I'm oh, sorry, one more thing, I apologize. Oh. I'm gonna break concentration on my firewall. Okay. Does that count as a uh, as a hit? Yes, it does. Okay. 5, 10, 15, 20, 30. I'm going to yell out to it and say, don't make me chase you. Stop where you are. Okay. Do you want, do you want me to do anything for that? Or just, ro- or just uh, run with the rest of my turn? Uh... You can yell it. It's not going to respond. It's running for its life. Well, it's going to be running for its death. Uh, 25 and 16. Both hit. Um, 18 points. Force. Aha. Uh-huh. It still lives. You... Uh, send the imp after it 40 feet. Alright. And then I'm going to use my... Um, Invocation for uh, Voice of the Chainmaster, and I can perceive through his senses uh, as long as I'm on the same plane of existence. So I'll okay. always have sight on that fucking thing. Alright. Uh, next turn is Lazlo. I uh, see that that thing is running away, and I'm looking at my coat, realizing I have cuts in it. Let the fucking thing go! Who the fuck cares? And I limp over to the tree and I just sit down and end my turn. Okay. This thing, its uh, shimmer will be back up and it will continue its running and use its action to dash to get 80 feet away. Um, I cast fuck you as a reaction and burst (laughs) its little head into pieces. It missed because of the shimmer. Ah! <laughs> Alright, so I'm just gonna say it's a, uh, it's gone. Running through the trees and whatnot, it's it's the imp's lost sight of it from where it is. Alright, so we are out of combat. It was a tough fight. One character was knocked out, and uh, Smoke's enjoying his little cat nap. <laughs> ah! I almost made that fucking joke earlier. <laughs> I think uh, I think this is a good spot to end the session after combat. <laughs>